Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday, the 11th of June, 2016. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. The Saladcast. <laughs> it's the Saladcast. That's what I heard. Welcome to the Saladcast. And Robert Kent's joining us too. <laughs> Eventually. E3, 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 E3. You're way early. This is E3, even close E3. to the E3 podcast, yeah. But it's like two days away. It's pretty For close. Us, yes. <laughs> It's like two days away. And also, you know, you have to bring in the old uh, Euro football reference there, you know. That's only E. Sing. E, 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 is it so always full been called, name? Is it the, just the uh, European Championships? Yeah. Or? Is it European? Because everyone's been calling it the Euros. Has it always been called the Euros? The European Championships, sure. Well, they, but, like, I guess someone at some point just shortened the branding, right? Like the, whoever the host town was is just called it Euro 98 or whatever. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Euro 96, actually, wasn't it? Oh, wasn't yeah. That the it's right, coming 96. home. Sorry, it was the World Cup 98. Yeah, I get confused. That's right. That, that um, was in France, though, wasn't it? Yeah. That particular World Cup, but this Euro is in France. Yes, France. this year I think because I was there last weekend and they had a lot of footballs and they had a big one hanging under the <laughs> inside the Eiffel Tower. You're saying the French had a lot of balls? Plenty of balls. They're everywhere. Balls all over the place. That's quite unusual, isn't it, for the French? Mm, indeed. Uh, sorry, get that out of the way. The <laughs> the. <Duh. laughs> I, we did see like a carnival type deal with a million different countries that weren't, weren't French um, from like South America and Caribbean dressing up in crazy costumes and dancing along the street. But some of them did have football themed like hats and stuff and all kinds of crazy crap like that. In fact, they yes. had some kids that had like goals attached to their waist coming out and then like two <laughs> balls, like one on either side of their shoulders i was like they're two balls flying th- towards the goal what kind of sport is this or what's going on flying up flying above the goal maybe or, yeah or also isn't like just wearing a goal around your waist inviting bad times yeah well it came it kind can... of it was attached to the waist but then the but then it came out and like it was quite large with a, with a net and stuff like the size of the kid's torso so it wasn't over any it was over their entire torso Okay, so there's no, yes. like, accidental chance of a ball shot. Mm, well, like, there's always a chance. A shot, a shot, there's always, I mean, there's quite a high chance when you're talking football of a shot of, of a ball. But just, yeah. you know, of a ball, ball to the ball. Only the same as normal. A ball to the goal balls. Except there were less Yeah, but yeah, the goal is right there. <laughs> yes, the goal was right there. There weren't any actual balls that weren't attached to them, though, so. I see. Because they were trying to dance <laughs> the, the, car- the carnival didn't have free balls. <laughs> no, it did not have very many free balls. <laughs> it wasn't a free ball carnival. Not that kind of carnival. <laughs> yeah, no ball games at the carnival. Indeed. If there were balls, they probably all ended up in the river because it was totally flooded. Oh, really? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, is it? Has it been getting like? Oh, I guess Europe's been getting all the rain and lightning storms, hasn't it? Exactly. We've exactly. Been get, we've been getting the remnants. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was quite nice weather here in London last weekend, but um, in Paris it was a bit kind of grey. 
but we didn't get too badly rained on. But uh, it, the the river was pretty swollen, I guess is the name. Was, yeah, yeah, I think that's how you describe it. Running fast. The banks, were, or is it the banks of the river were swollen? Does, can the river itself be swelling? Uh, it, banks does, I don't think the banks are swollen. Do they are say swollen? the banks as well? Oh, the banks burst. The banks burst. But yeah, in, obviously in the centre of the city is like London or whatever. It's like, the, you know, the banks are like brick and concrete and yeah. embankments. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that didn't really affect. But uh, unlike London, you can go down from the embankment and there are road. There's a, like a road down there or a path where you can look, walk along the river, you know, sure. closer to it. And that was totally flooded. It's you could see there, yeah. like um, uh, road signs poking out of the water and stuff. That was quite cool. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty bad. It was the most flooded for 34 years or something. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Other than that, a good time in Paris? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, nothing particularly gaming-related, I'm afraid. <laughs> Went to this conference for two days, which could have been anywhere, but it was really interesting. Uh, lots of good speakers. I got to talk to a whole bunch of guys from Facebook and Netflix and other random tech companies. And a, and a girl from Mozilla, Lynn Clark. She's really cool. She does like explanations of coding architectural stuff in cartoons, like with stick figures. Kind of looks a bit no, like okay. KCD style. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that was cool. And we went on the Eurostar, which now has new trains. So we went on new trains. It's pretty Ooh, nice. Fancy. I think they're like German, like ice trains. Siemens ice trains. Yeah, it's called ice. Well, so they they basically just ice the rail in front of it to reduce friction. I think that's the idea. Yeah, they have these um, <laughs> jets. Of oh, oh, super oh gold. okay, that's that's legit. All right. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, okay. Why would you even think that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just made that up, and you were like, "Oh, that's not, no, that's just what sounded so convincing." You're in your normal be, dead voice. It's trying to be. There's not bad. even a. There was not even a hint of the normal. Well, I can't see you, so I can't really. I didn't get the the, the <laughs> sight true. of the slight damn smirk. The slight smirk. Okay, is that that what gives me away? Clearly, uh, yeah. I mean, none of us are poker players here. I mean, Actually, you know what? Zach, Zach might be a really good poker player. I don't know what it is in German, but um, in it stands for Intercity Express Ice. Fair enough. Presumably, three words that. Start with the same letters in German. In German? I don't know if they do. Wasn't Zeg? Intercity, wasn't Intercity just a way of saying express anyway? Yeah, but this is in Germany. Like, Intercity was a thing in Britain, wasn't it? But well, Was it the 125, wasn't it? The... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those trains. Because the, 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 yeah. it's like Intercity just meant it didn't stop at any of the small stations and yeah. it was therefore an express train. That is yeah. true. Like, that's but literally I think, what it meant. Yeah, but I think it's a British concept rather than... Um, a universal one. Yeah, but I'm saying it's redundant. <laughs> calling it um, Intercity Express. Like, well, it just, definitely just is call now. It Express. Because you well, I, well, I don't know actually. Because now I, I'm not sure it is. You can say you can go. You're going into city, like if you're going from like I don't know, London to York or whatever. But if it stops everywhere on the way, yeah, it's not an express. It's that's not, not an express, <laughs> but it's still intercity. Yeah, that's not like, what it does really mean, though. <laughs> back in the day, the the R route from Norwich to London was branded intercity before before nationalisation. Don't if you remember. I that. Norwich is technically a city, so before sorry denationalisation. Uh, yeah. What's it called? De. What's it called? Privatisation. Privatisation. Yeah. yeah. 
I suppose it is denationalized, isn't it? I get, does mm. that work out? Well, that Same way? thing. It's not, yeah, yeah. it's not a national company. Well, now they want to renationalize, don't they? Labour does, anyway. Yeah, well, hmm. well, to be honest, given seeing how everyone else does it, yeah. this whole competitive rail thing hasn't worked out for anyone. It hasn't really worked out. And also, like, something happened on the East Coast mainline where no one bid for it or something, so the government ran it, and it did really well. Um, oh, okay, and um, also TFL, which is all the tube and bus and everything in London. That's that's um, sure, which is not for large. profit. Yeah. yeah, that's that's government owned, and that's really good. So yeah, for me, it makes sense. Yeah, well, it's it's weird because it, actually, no. The more I think about it, like Japan is private rail. Yep, it is. Like because that, that's that's <laughs> JR and JR East, what, JR West, and all that. Yeah, and they very specifically want everyone to compete for the space and stuff yep, like that and somehow the idea. that works there i think they compete but they but they've got like the the you know the the the, the, the shared systems between them so it still all works well that's true uh, in britain is it like the track is nationalized yeah. right Nation- yeah that's, right. i mean that's a whole that's a whole different company and then yeah, yeah. the ticketing systems are technically sort of a different system well they're probably network rail or someone you know there is this central system you probably know more about that but yeah and then, uh, but in Japan, in theory, that's all like up to them to deal with, and somehow their network still works perfectly. So, what are our guys doing wrong? Have they overcomplicated somehow, or maybe I, I, I really don't understand? Yeah, or is it maybe uh, it might be that actually that JR because JR run all of the main line stuff, and every, I think all the companies run their own lines completely. That might be it. So, like maybe. you know, you're on JR trains, you're on a JR track, you're on a JR station. Yeah, kind of thing. Whereas that's how it used to be, to... like in the old old days in Britain, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then you swap to the metro, and you're on a metro track, and you're, it's a metro station, and it's all owned by this by the equivalent of TFL, you know, that mm. kind of thing. And it's like maybe that's the trick, you know, it's just one company running that whole bit of infrastructure, as well as the actual tr- running the trains. Whereas here, it's like, oh, the train company is one guy, the lines are another guy, the stations are another people, and then like none of it hangs together. Yep. Yeah, fix it. God damn it, make it work. <laughs> trains. It would be nice to have trains that are reliable. It would be nice. It's pretty nice in London. They do work. If you have that everywhere, we used to have more aircon on the tube. <laughs> well, they it's have aircon down the sub- there this on, week on the subsurface ones. They have aircon. They just can't fit them on the. It doesn't work on the deep level ones. No. It was, it was horrible on cent- I was on the central line a couple oh, yeah. of days ago. It was it's just awful. This, this is the worst. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the best. Trains. I don't know where. Presumably, there are like deep level, um, you know, tube type lines in other cities that do have aircon. Are there? I don't know. Maybe it's actually. I impossible. think I think some of the Japanese lines are really, really low. Really? Okay. But, yeah. but I don't know. But maybe they. Because how do you get rid of the heat? Because it's a heat exchanger, obviously. And yeah, you, have, you know, it just goes straight into the tunnel, wouldn't it? You'd have to have just have really big ventilation. Pipes. Yeah, because the way that the ventilation pipes. works in the tube is, it's it doesn't have very much like complicated stuff. It's just pneumatic, right? It's just you can feel it when you walk out of the station because the state the train pulls fresh air out in, out of the outside down through the escalator all the way mm. through the station into the tunnel. Um, just by like the pneumatic action of the train moving through the tunnel, there's nothing fancy yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah. You just get a whoosh of air when you're trying to get out of the station. 
Yeah, which I guess is more and more disrupted the more escalators you have to go through. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Trains. It could probably recycle from stuff in the general vicinity rather than all the way from the top, maybe. Yeah. Really don't know. No, not a clue. Anyway, what's up with you? Speaking of things I don't really have much of a clue about. Zach, you, do you have the hot tip on what's going on with this football championship? I hear Rio Ferdinand is not backing England. <laughs> I don't have any idea. Apart from, here's my, here's my take on football, England football at the moment, based on like two articles I read. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and one of the games. You're already doubly more informed then. It's like, well, infinitely more informed. Apparently, Apparently, we just need to stop playing Rooney, apparently. Oh, really? I heard that, yeah. He's so incredibly difficult to fit into a team with the other options we have at the moment that trying to force him in is just making us shit. Right, so he should be more of a... We should play him sub-style rather than as a... Yeah, or like like as a back-up or something. Yeah. Trying to keep him as the primary player is fucking up everyone else. So it's just making us bad, supposedly. So... uh, you may have just said that, but so that's just because he like the players we have available just don't are, fit just with don't him as fit. well. Yeah, okay. It's not. A, it's, it's like, like we've got, a, It's not a quality level thing. It's, like it's we've just got a, three it's just strikers, a... and none of them could really play wing. They all need to be central, so it doesn't really work. Mm. Crash the net. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crash the net gameplay. <laughs> so I don't even know the name of the manager. No, yeah, yeah you do. He's been there. He's been there actually a really long time for an England manager at this point. Yeah, but I forgot. What's his name? Roy Hodgson. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh. Yeah. The old dude. Maybe I do. Who looks like he should be England manager because he's real old. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to be young to be the manager? Well, I mean, it seems like he's been hanging around for so long. He's just getting older. He's just got as- old. It's like, <laughs> he's been there since at least the last major tournament. He was yeah, in the yeah. last World Cup, so that's been... two years, I guess. That's not even that long. <laughs> no, I think it has been actually a really long time since since Sven hung up his boots. Yeah. His, has he been it since Sven <laughs> Doran boots. His, his spe- yeah, I think so. Yeah. Really? Oh, I okay. think there might have been a couple of temporary ones in the... In the oh, boots, sure, but yeah. But not, he's, not he's official, the only, like... I think he's the only full-timer we've had since Sven. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Unless so, we're totally forgetting someone. Yeah, that's was distinctly possible. <laughs> Sven, 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 <laughs> Yeah, if you think how old that song is. That's wow, what I'm wow. saying. <laughs> then, <laughs> can't, he can't have been in it that long. I don't know, Sven had around for quite a while Sven, as well. Sven was around for ages. That's yeah. true. He's a lovely geezer. But don't forget, he's from Sweden. <laughs> Great. What's he doing anyway? Is he still managing some team in Sweden or something? He's probably managing another international team, I think. Oh, really? I heard. I don't remember who or where. So How do you gonna... feel about Mourinho and Man United? Oh, I think it's real dumb. Of course it is. <laughs> Why? Cause... Is he going to fail too? Well, it's just like... Well, he is a, you know, he, he may be an idiot and come across as a real spanner on telly, but it, he kind of does know his stuff. Kind of, but it's just like he's like, they've made the classic error of where 
they're just trying to jam two things together that don't necessarily match that well. Well, <laughs> yeah, like somewhat. What it is is some board member of Man U are like, oh, we need some top notch yeah, uh, manager exactly. who's going. I don't know. We'll just get that Mourinho chap in. Like he's, he's worth. He's available. He's so and, and, and worth a lot of money. We've got a lot of money. We'll just pay our way out of this, right? It's the Man U way. <laughs> well, it's all the top clubs way. The Mancunian way, money. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work for them, though. We'll see how long he lasts. It's not all about money, though. Leicester. Yeah, exactly. Apparently. They should look at Leicester and be all like, well, what did they do on the cheap? <laughs> so that's your football minute. From, from not Zachary a minute Williams. at all. Do you actually watch the international games or do you care more about the league games? Not intentionally. Well, you know, I'll I'll watch a few of them. I don't know. I'm just saying Zag because you're the only one that watches Match of the Day. Well, the thing about the international games like the Euro tournament at the moment is that half of them are on ITV, of course, because they have to split the coverage. And I really can't be asked to sign up for ITV player. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so iPlayer, I can just go to it, and that's fine. Well, but not just right. having a whole other step is you, just like fuck that shit. You've got like a telly in your house. It's like you know, not, other people use that telly, <laughs> but they not want it to watch football. Not always. Okay. Not not the dumb matches that I'd like to watch. No, sure, I guess. <laughs> the dumb. Matches. The thing is, is well, the matches can't be as dumb in Europe, right? Compared to like, I don't know. The there's still some quite bad teams even in this stage. <laughs> Is yeah okay. There are a lot of places you never thought would actually have a football team, but you know, who's in England's group? Like Russia. Russia yeah, well, that's our Wales. first. That's our first game. Wales and someone I forget. So, will we make it out of the group? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. I think I think we'll definitely get through this group. But bloody hope so. I don't remember ever. I don't think I've ever seen Russia play football. Yeah. Have I? You think? I don't think so. They've been in several, several of the last major tournaments. The last Euros, the last World Cup. Hmm. What, what they're they not like? terrible. They're not like a real. They're not like one of the real shit countries. They're just like average. Hmm. They're like okay. a South Korea. <laughs> Maybe okay. slightly better than South Korea. I thought South Korea were quite good. They were for a while. Right. Okay. But it seemed like a more like a one-off. It was basically when it was their home tournament, wasn't it? They did really well in that one. Mm. But then they never recaptured the magic. (laughs) Brazil didn't do very well in their home tournament. (laughs) They did really badly. (laughs) Very badly. That was so funny. Uh, Yeah. What was the shocker match? Like a good five Germany. Yeah. 7-1. Oh, that was it. Jeez. Yeah. Man, how, no, I don't even know how that's possible. Man, it's Brazil. Yeah, they play, they played really badly. Like, I, and to be fair, Germany did play really well, but it it was all kind of, I don't know, who's going to win? Yeah, Zag. <laughs> don't ask me. Germans again, because the Germans. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. There's not well, the trouble is, How are the Dutch? I'm always, I, I, well, they're of, not in. They're, not, they're out of the group stage. What? <laughs> they oh, didn't make it. Wow. That's why the, one of the reasons why it doesn't seem like there's much competition. Because normally you think of the Dutch, it's like <laughs> Netherlands, France, Germany, that's it. <laughs> or Spain, yeah. I guess, unfortunately. Uh, Spain, Spain and Portugal are worth watching. Yeah. Maybe Italy, but not. And that has, uh, they have done well in the recent years. Yeah, not so much Italy. 
the Greeks sometimes do all right, don't they? No. They did again. That was their home. Was that a really long time ago? They did really ago? well, and then they've been shit ever since. Mm, okay, yeah. Also, they don't have any money to spend on football. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but then they can focus on homegrown talent. They don't have homegrown talent because <laughs> they can't afford to pay any players to be their own football clubs. Probably, I don't know. Training or anything. Here's my not kitchen bitchen. It's more like home use, household bitching. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But it's not bitching either, really. Okay, it's just like things that have been happening. Household update. I was trying to think of a word a bit like bitching or beef that rhymes with house. I'm really struggling. Yeah, like, you're it, right. It comes your house grouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's literally the, the only one. This is bird. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we already came up with that already. <laughs> waddles up like the stupid uh, famous grouse adverts, except it's got like dun, windows dun, for eyes or dun, something. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's got a chimney or something. No, it's really just wearing uniforms and a wrench and it's about to plumb the crap out of your home. It's the house grouse. Go on then. What's this the is exactly grouse? what you should do, actually. That's a real good description of plumbers. They plumb the crap out of your home. <laughs> you don't say <laughs> <laughs> They do. It's true. So the news is that we're, we're advancing up the Sims slash SimCity wealth scale. <laughs> <laughs> right. We used to be at trampoline stage. Yeah. Backyard trampoline. <laughs> yeah. That oh, you yeah. see all the time in SimCity. We've got the next step up. Do you know what that is? Can you work it out from the SimCity slash SimCity Sims world scale? Is it a tennis court? <laughs> no. That's, a bit, that's like another two Swimming steps beyond. Yeah, Close, but not quite. Shit, it's slightly pond. lower down. Pond. We already have a pond. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no I haven't seen it. That's the thing. No. But, like, uh, what's, um, what's between those two? A monster truck. <laughs> what's that got to do with Sims? All the Sims. No. Um, a house party. I, I don't know. Um, I can't remember. A really far enough. Really back. big barbecue. No, it's not a barbecue. That's your one. I, don't yeah. know, I think barbecue's probably below trampoline, yeah, even probably. though technically yeah. barbecues are probably well more expensive than trampolines on average. About the same, <laughs> probably. No, nope, the answer is hot tub. Oh, sweet. Ah, <laughs> you're right. I'm, okay. I'm a real sucker for a hot tub. <laughs> that I don't makes know sense. Why they're so relaxing. They're so... The trouble with hot tubs is, like, well, I, I guess, like, I've never been in a situation where I've had to know anything about about how to maintain a hot tub. It's not a very British thing, is it, a hot tub? <laughs> no, which is why it didn't happen until until mum went to America and discovered oh, how, how much she how, how how, awesome, how enjoyed hot tubs. How awesome hot tubs <laughs> like, uh, Well, I guess we're getting one of them now. Uh, they, are, they are pretty awesome. I haven't been in a situation where I need to know about hot tubs, and therefore I haven't been in a situation to know about hot tub maintenance. But, like, the trouble with hot tubs that everyone knows is they're real gross. <laughs> sure. You're, like, sitting in a bath of warm water that preserves viruses and bacteria for a very long time unless you, <laughs> unless you let it cool and disinfect it. And I assume there's some kind of maintenance protocol for that where it's, like, turn it off for a long period of time so it Just cools right down and then drain all the water and clean it down and then refill it. Because it's not like you put chlorine in it or anything. Oh, do you know? Like a, well, I assume you don't, but maybe you put some in. I thought you put something in it. 
I mean, conceivably, you do. I, I guess in fairness, like, when I normally go in a hot tub, right, I'm going to a hot tub next to a swimming pool, right? Like, it's in, like, a hotel <laughs> yeah, spa exactly. or something like that. And you don't know anything about how it actually is maintained no, when no, you're it's, not there. It's, it's just it's, always on. Well, it's probably, <laughs> it probably is using, like, the swimming pool water is my guess, because right. it's just right there. No, no, yeah. I don't think hot tubs normally don't have much of a chlorine smell. I think, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't. But then, again, I'm in a room with a chlorinated swimming pool, oh, yeah. so like it doesn't really doesn't really help. I mean, I think that heating it up more than swimming pool temperature would actually like drive the chlorine out of the water. <laughs> it might actually be oh, bad. Right, I see. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they've solved Hot these problems. Gross. <laughs> hmm. They can't be that gross because the whole point is that they're not right. Yes, they must be defense against it. Well, it depends who's using it or as well. Do you reuse the water or something? What do you do? Or fill it every Well, yeah, time that's the, the question. It's like, oh, you, you surely... Well, considering it's an outside hot tub, presumably you put a cover over it, but then do you do just you fill it for some? Yeah, you've got to drain it at some point. Yeah. I, I guess you fill it for summer and then... Well, it depends when you want to use it, really. Do you want it hot tubs in summer? Do you want hot tubs in winter? Well, yeah. Does, exactly. it, requ- does it just require like a seasonal refresh like every few months? Just, just give yeah, it a complete flush? I don't even know how you do it if you own a pool, right? Like, or does it just do you drain your pool? Like, well, in pool, it like pumps, it cycles through the pump, doesn't it? Yeah. So you can theoretically like keep the water, but keep it out by just like put, outputting the output of the pump to the drain. I suppose it's like I know running a pool and I know like is quite an expensive undertaking, like, especially if you have to drain it and stuff like that. But it's it, it's just just like. How much does it cost to fill a pool? Is my is my is is where my brain goes. Of water, not that yeah, because <laughs> that's a lot of water, though. It's a lot of water, but water is cheap currently, still, relatively speaking. Yeah, what do I mean? Rel- much relative, it's like relative to having a shower and flushing the toilet. Sure, but like just I don't know. Just think of a bath, and then think of a small pool. And it's like I don't know, fifty baths. Yeah, oh, no, way more sure. than that. Way more than fifty baths. No, no, volume wise, it's like you can lay if you can lay down and fully submerge yourself in a bath. How many people do you think you can fit in that's a small? That's a hot, well, a hot tub is probably what six to ten on its own. That one depends on the hot. I don't know. I'd call it more like yeah, maybe six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hundred. Therefore, therefore, you like like a yeah, hundred baths sounds way like for a the smallest swimming pool you might want. A hundred sounds too much. Well, you, you know, I mean, a hundred amount of bar, a hundred baths with the amount of water you would actually put when having a bath. I think is what I'm, what I'm getting at. Not like if you're like, full bath, because you can't fill most baths full because it goes in the overflow and stuff like that. And oh, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about to the overflow. It's a precise. That's how much water yeah, you put in a bath when you're having a bath. Because if you're not doing that, you're an idiot. <laughs> I don't do that because I I use as much as I need. Well, in fairness, I don't take baths. Yeah, so that's one of the reasons <laughs> why I knew that would be the case. You don't have a... Well, it's a problem for me because I'm tall. But it's just like I need, oh, sure. I need the maximum amount of water because I, I still don't get entirely underwater when I'm just sitting in a bath. So sure. I'm constantly having to change position to <laughs> soak different parts of me. <laughs> Basically, what you need is a little little skewer to attach yourself to and slowly rotate <laughs> in the bath. And our bath sucks. I really hate our bath. <laughs> It's because it's, they do, do they do like long baths for tall people? Because every bath I've ever seen exactly. just never seems long enough for. Well, the, the I'm not even sure they're really that long for someone like me. No, you know? like the number one problem with our bath is it's sloped at both ends, mm. which yeah. in, inherently makes it 
shorter for when your legs are sticking. But also are... very romantic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not sure why you'd want to put two people in a bath like that. That's just painful. <laughs> it is a little... <laughs> it's uncomfortable. <laughs> At least with the kind of that bath where it's sloped at both ends, the taps are usually on the sides. You know, one person jammed up against the <laughs> Yeah, that, is that really mm. sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, that is the worst. So, actually, yeah, because it's like, oh, there's this, this is really bit cold bit of metal just stuck into my shoulder. Stuck, stuck, <laughs> stuck in. <laughs> I went northern for a second. <laughs> That's the house news. Actual news. news. So is Get that news. in the space where the in like the hole where the trampoline was or No, it's going on the what used to be the bottom of the shed. The concrete that the shed used to be on got right. turned into a raised patio and now we're taking all the patio stuff off there and just putting a hot tub on it instead. Okay. So it's like got it's not sunken into the ground or anything, it's just got big no. sides or wooden sides or something. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So was that your home bone? Yep, that was the home, the home bone, the home zone, <laughs> the home, the home zone, the house in which grass. you had a bone to pick. The house grass. <laughs> okay, home, home bone's the closest I've got to making it work because people have a bone to pick. Therefore, you have a bone about your home. It's the home bone. Okay, <laughs> bone, bone and home don't even rhyme, really. No, close <laughs> enough for rap purposes. They are close enough. True. Full segment titles. <laughs> it's time for the hey, news. Uh, What's going on? Uh, well, apparently, I'm leading a double life as a go karter slash soapbox enthusiast. Okay. According to the ladies behind the counter, as the pizza. Okay. Because <laughs> like I'm there enough to the point where they sort of apparently they saw me in the news or someone that looked a lot like me in the newspaper, and it's like, oh, you, you don't do go karting or soapboxing or any of that stuff, and I'm like. No. I said, oh, right, we, we all thought it was you in the paper. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. It's more funny that they know you so well. <laughs> yeah. As the pizza department. <laughs> Ipswich branch. Absolutely. So it's my family, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your other family. <laughs> my my cheese-based family where nobody knows your day. <laughs> And they're always glad you came. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about that. Because that means we've given them work to do. That's true. They're probably hoping you turned up on a go-kart or a soapbox <laughs> race. <laughs> pizza me. Get pizza. Are you looking for your phone or your iPad now at the start of the news segment? Why are you doing that? I thought you already had all the news. Time for oh. news. Or do you need your notes? I need you not notes. remember the notes? There's quite a lot of notes. What's well, going on? Let me start with the rumours that I saw, which I like really didn't bother actually looking at the actual news. Should we do corrections first? Oh, we, have we, have, we have a single correction. Okay. Um, it's not really a correction. We didn't know, but it was revealed that Respawn's Star Wars game is going to be some sort of third-person action game. Yep. Like, okay. as I thought we said that. Well, we were well, speculating we whether were speculating. they were going to yeah. Titanfall yeah. or whatever. Yeah, whether it was going to be an FPS or how it was going to, co- like, you know, like if it was in real- Respawn's wheelhouse, what it was going to do, like, with Battlefront already being a thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so we didn't know, but it turns out, yeah, it was actually revealed that it was going to be third third person action of some kind. It's going to be like 1313, but, you know, 
different. Pretty much, yeah. By the looks of it. And also missed news. Uh, Speedrunners came out of early access. Well, that wasn't... Did we talk about playing it at some point, or did we not talk about playing it? I, well, no, we didn't. We didn't mention it at all. Because um, I actually ended up playing it when it came out of early access and gave it gave it a run through the story mode. Yeah. And stuff like that. And, we, and I just totally forgot I'd done that. Well, um, maybe you didn't forget. Maybe we ran out of time. That was another problem well, in one of those weeks. Yeah. But yeah, that happened. It's now one, version one, I guess, or whatever. Speedrunners. It's no different. Well, like really, well, they just polished. Yeah, well, there's some stuff around the edges. There's some menu stuff along the side. There's some more music and stuff now, which isn't as good as the original music. No, the original tra- track is still the best. Yeah, one. clearly. Um, I do wish there were more official courses in it because, like, it how you get it to do other people's downloaded courses. I'm not even sure how you do that on the matchmaking side and things like that. It's it could a few more levels might be fun. To keep everyone as confused, like rather than knowing the course, I don't know. There's something about that game where you don't know what you're going into, and then figuring it out. Kind as you of, go. But like there are some bits where you, once you know how to do it, it's actually more interesting that way to be like, who's actually good at who's going to take the risk? Yeah, <laughs> I guess to, to a point. It's like you need it sort of like obvious enough that you can do. It. Yeah. Anyway, speedruns. Uh, proceed. Proceed with your news, your rumors. Well, the ones that I saw. Uh, so the, there's all I only saw this this morning, but there's like I'm I'm confused about because I didn't actually look at the story at all. I just saw like a couple of headlines as I was scrolling past on something else, and it was like, well, that seems weird. But I saw a thing that suggested so apparently they they this one is more concrete, but they like they're probably doing a remastered Skyrim. Yeah, I, I yeah I heard yeah. this. Well, we sort we sort of talked about that, didn't we? Before, like we thought that's what. Bethesda might have. Well, we, that's what well, that was our rumor. Yeah. We didn't even know anything. But no, we didn't know anything. Like, some that people is... have been saying that now. Mm. People love which is like I don't know. It's kind of dumb because I mean, come Wait, on. But they get this. It's yeah. a little bit dumb because they're going to remaster it before the next game is done. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then the other thing that I saw very briefly was someone that seems to be suggesting that Elder Scrolls Six is actually going to happen. As an announcement, do you reckon they'll both show and they'll both be launched together, like as a sort of? But like, you'd hope they won't launch those together because otherwise like, one will severely cannibalise the other. Or would it be an Infinite Warfare and Call of Duty Four pack in? You know, wow. Now no, I reckon I they, they, they. I don't think they want to give away an entire like 120 hour game with their other 120 hour game. They probably <laughs> announced not giving away a new one, for, yeah. right? Don't you think they probably announce the new one and then say, "Oh, it's like next year or something, or quite a while." Oh, yeah, but in the meantime, it's like remastered Skyrim. So, like, yeah, that sounds likely. It's like what will remastered Skyrim even be? I mean, really, it will be like be, some of the mods support onto yeah. onto PS4 or whatever, won't it? And probably. maybe some better textures. Or maybe it will, maybe it won't be that much of an update, and it will just run at sixty. Well, that's the trouble. Is like if you think about what like. If you think about what they can do to Skyrim to make it better, you you logically you just think, okay, what's the next game that's still in that same engine that's better? And it's Fallout. Fallout. That's not actually better. That's exactly the same. Mm. <laughs> it's like they haven't actually improved their technology virtually at all between Skyrim and Fallout. Apart from Fallout, just looks nicer because it's it's a better it's, visual yeah. engine, if nothing else. They've well, that's all they'll better. do then, won't they? They'll just make it look nicer. Yeah, but I They're not going to fix it, are they? 
I don't think they can make it look better inside that engine. It's like they've reached the limit of how, how good it can look. With Fallout 4? Skyrim, yeah. With yeah. Fallout 4. And Skyrim like, they like only bring it up as far as Fallout 4. They're not going to go further than that. No, not yeah, like on a remaster. I don't think Skyrim... Because it's well, Scott, well, Fallout is still creation engine, right? Everything, everything that yeah, the first been for ages is still creation engine. But um, I don't think Skyrim looked worse because it was older. I think it looked worse because it was just the aesthetic of Skyrim. It's like Fallout Four has more color and stuff because that's the world that they made. Mm. Not necessarily that the Skyrim wouldn't have been capable of having things look nicer. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. It's like Skyrim running in the Fallout 4 engine would, you know, you could make that pretty lush looking, right? But all, you, all you need is some very green trees, a nice blue sky and some light Yeah, rays, but that's not, that, and that's there not you what go. that world looks like. <laughs> well, the whole point of Skyrim is it's meant to be the snowy north where it's water. all crabby and... I guess, I, well, I guess for Skyrim. That's true. Yeah. I'll check in the other Elder Scrolls games where it's a bit more, Wait, yeah. a bit more green. And that would be the question about if they do announce six, it'll just be like, is it really time for a new engine for Christ's sake? <laughs> no. They can, they're going to be work. I reckon like for this, for this generation, we're, they're probably going to continue working. We need for this generation. Have. It's a last generation engine. I know, but they've already <laughs> there done There are no new now. engines. I don't think they're going to want to. No, there are no new engines anymore. Everything's built on something. Well, like, sure, but they should use one of those, not their own bullshit that's crap. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, just imagine if they could steal, like, Rockstar's engine or something. You could argue that Rockstar actually are the ones that, yeah, that maybe, what is it, the Rage engine might have been yeah. built on Euphoria, but. They had a new engine for. It was enough of a step. For, for GTA 4, but they haven't had a new engine since. That's like a decade plus, isn't it? Yeah, but. The, well, they call it the Rage engine now, right? Yeah, it's not sure, running on yeah. Euphoria, but yeah. The thing yeah. is that their engine is actually pretty good <laughs> yeah their engine is pretty great yeah. it, it certainly is in a good state now can't wait to see red dead oh my god oh my word if that if that's true and we are gonna see it i mean it, rockstar have actually booked in at e3 like it's definitely true there. well how so much they show happen, right? i don't know but they're def- it's definitely happening i mean there was a um someone from x rockstar rockstar did an ama a while back and someone asked like what games are you are you working on and he just said really dumbass really too <laughs> so people have known for a while plus the map leaked as well which seems to be fairly yeah, yeah. legit what does the map show that's the question well it shows part America. of the old map plus a whole bunch more in the top corner uh top right mm. corner so it's like the old oh, what, part so of the old the maps mountains. in the bottom left yeah we're, yeah it's got like a whole kind of colorado type zone above mm. uh, mountain stuff and more kind of and i think that they think it's a prequel um, which makes sense because the last game was set towards the real tail end of the West. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then yeah, they run into the same classic problem of, of all these games where it's like the technology is worse in the earlier times. <laughs> the old classic. I yeah, mean, in the so, West, I mean, you can get away with it where it's so, just like everyone has technology wasn't, shooters anyway. So yeah, it, wasn't, like, it, wasn't, it wasn't moving yeah. fast enough for that to be a problem. There would just be less of the... I mean, you in know, Red cars Dead, cars and brick buildings. In the first Red Dead Redemption, there was a car, yeah. So they won't have that. Yeah. And also, there's, there's, it shows because in the original game, Blackwater had a, a obviously you arrived from Blackwater on a train. To, in fact, you got on a train from Blackwater to uh, Armadillo, didn't you? But in the new map, Blackwater is on there, but there's no railway line there yet. 
Um, so it's like oh, but that means no train heists. But there are trains in the other parts of the map, so it just hasn't reached uh, that okay. far west. Right, yeah. So perhaps it'll be part of the story that the the railways being built, which makes sense. Mm. That is a kind of western yeah, actually, thing. yeah. Oh, does that mean they're going to go? I don't know. Is it like a slave labor route or something like there'll be some storyline about like free these people or why you're surprised that that might be a thing i mean that seems well, yeah, obvious seems likely but you know that's just i you could no i'd say ooh, because there could be some real neat stories yeah, there that. could be some awesome stuff we'll we'll, we'll see I, I hope they show some gameplay and not just a trailer but they, they don't usually do that actually but they do do really good trailers don't they in engine trailers for like gta so i'm sure they'll... Well, no, what rockstar normally do is make a big hype and then release six screenshots yeah i know so I and, then make, and then make happen. a trailer that doesn't show you what you actually do in the game yeah no <laughs> yeah. rockstar don't do gameplay trailers they probably so. will do that and that'll be annoying but i'll still be hyped because the game is going to be awesome so it should be amazing well you know fingers crossed it should, let's hope it's amazing if it's like if if the first one came out as it did with as troubled a dev cycle as it did and, and if this one has had a good cycle yeah then it can only mean good things right seems right? like they figured it out with gta 5 anyway and hopefully that will have gone across the pond to san diego office mm. it's just a question of will it come it out and have the bands will it be on pc day and date otherwise i'm gonna have to buy a console <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like it will be day and day if, if it's, no but I don't they reckon, don't do that either but I don't reckon it'll be that I don't reckon it'll be that far behind this time because like with GTA well, Red Dead 5, Redemption like, never came was, out on a PC well no because yeah. as, as it turned out there were technical reasons right for that um, yeah because it was fucked but, but with GTA 5 you know the only reason it was delayed for PC is because they were bringing everything up for the HD versions on the console the new consoles, as well yeah. and they wanted to release that version um, yeah because this will be probably be next gen only, right? Then it's yeah, going to definitely. Then, then the 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 delay or the requirement for delay should be less. Like, yeah, they may have they may be a bit of a delay while they package things up because the PC can obviously handle way higher detail than the PS4 yeah. version. So they may delay things while they figure out how to deploy that. But, but that's going to be so awesome! Oh man. Anyway, we'll get to it when we actually see it. <laughs> we'll talk about it next time, hopefully. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff to look forward to, though. Um, in other sort of, um, uh, I don't know who's showing what news. I guess um, Ninty are bringing other stuff to E3, not just Zelda, but it's a very small list. Um, so there will be booths, 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 um, at which people can try out that weird Fire Emblem dance. RPG thing. Really fire Emblem. It's another thing crossed with Fire Emblem. It's not yeah, Fire Emblem it's a, it's the a, primary heart oh, of it's that. A, it's a cross game. Yeah, the Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE um, will be there. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon will apparently be there. Oh, cool. uh, Monster Hunter Generations, of course. And the next Dragon Quest, or, well, actually, I don't know if it's the next Dragon Quest, but a Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest 7. Um, Will, will be there, and that's it. That's all Ninty will have is the current news. But then, you know, as as of last time we recorded, all Ninty would have with was Zelda. Um, so I mean, Zelda could be freaking awesome if it is like Skyrim Zelda or whatever. Yeah, but I think a lot Zelda. of the specu- speculation about Zelda is valid, right? Because like they're not. How much gameplay can they really show? at this point in time without giving away what NX is, and they're very clearly not going to tell us what NX is. 
Well, it's got to work 100% on Wii U, so... On Wii U as well. So, yeah, they will be showing us the Wii U version, but it's like, oh, what are we missing? What's... It's the differences that are interesting. Why do you think that there would be anything in the Wii U version that would give away anything about NX? Because if if they... Oh, no, no, the Wii U version won't. But, you know, it's it's one of those things, like, are there certain elements of the game that are going to play differently? Like, what's... What are the... Well, yeah, but then, like, the only... If if the NX version does play differently, it'll only be added stuff on top of the Wii U. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think the (laughs) NX is actually going to be... a great departure from Wii U, right? If the the rumours are true and that it is one of these handheld is it is gonna be a handheld and console based hybrid thing, then actually it's gonna be a lot like the Wii U, really, when you sat down to use it in front of a telly. Yeah. Um so there's a good chance actually that is there aren't any differences because maybe it's super easy to just port the mechanics rather than throw in a waggle here and there. Yeah, but, that, but like, like, that's why the, the Wii U demo of Zelda wouldn't give away anything, because there's no, there's no, you can't really infer anything from that, because either, it's like, if you just think about if the Wii U version had, like, if they showed touchscreen touch controls in the Wii U version, it's like, either the NX will have a touchscreen and then that'll be the same, or it won't yeah. have a touchscreen and then that just won't be there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you can't infer either no, case. No, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Still, Ninty. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 got confirmed by Ubisoft, we'll be saying that. <laughs> that was a hilarious mess, as usual. Did that well, it was leak actually, very early? And well, then before they like even remote, is it one of those like uh, Call of Duty things where everyone knows about it before like a long time before they actually want to say? Well, something? I mean, a everyone just knew about it anyway because we everyone had kind of inferred that it was happening from yeah. not even any actual information. <laughs> well, the assumption was that if Assassin's Creed isn't going to be there, then what they need to have something else, right? But like, I don't understand exactly what happened. But I, so I was on YouTube and there was an advert. <laughs> there was an advert for the reveal of Watchdogs in like two days' time. Oh, weird! So, and it was like, well, that's ridiculous. So they revealed the reveal of Watchdogs <laughs> two days before it happened on YouTube <laughs> through adverts. That's kind of odd. And I was like, well, this is real dumb. Like, do we really? <clears throat> well, so we know it's happening. Yeah. Is there anything actually worth? Here's my problem with Watchdogs. Right? Is there anything worth seeing? <laughs> It depends how they actually like they if they make the gameplay any better. It's, that'd be nice. The problem is, is that it, it it's not necessarily that interesting to just look at, right? Like, like unless you're going to show gameplay, Wait, just, it's just, just like a story trailer. It's just like it's going to be interesting. It's just like the division, where you're just showing dudes walking around in a bus, in a city. No it's like, gameplay, though. Tech. I thought they were showing gameplay. I thought I'd seen. No, some but gameplay. I mean, I mean, if you're going to trail it. Right, like they will do a story trailer, right? But that's just going to be the most, like they always do with everything that they well, do. It'll just be the same. It's as just going to be trains, right? Like they will yeah. talk about how like some oppressive government control and hacking and stuff. Yeah, and all I'm saying is that's really dull. It's like it's at least very... with an Assassin's Creed trailer, they can do some stuff to set up the environment, set up the new city, set up the new characters, stuff like that. This maybe they can do set up. Oh, well, is it Aiden Pierce? No, again. Guy, okay, so they've got that at least. But then everything else is just like 
hacking in a city, right? That's, that's just... no different from virtually any game trailer that's uh, a, like a series and stuff like that. It's just like you, there's only so many different ways you can make people climb out of a helicopter in a military <laughs> game. <It's> like, <laughs> you know, they always do it, and it's just like, oh, look at these dudes climbing out of a helicopter, and it's like, yeah, well, that's just another helicopter and another four dudes. <laughs> Surprise. I don't know. I, just, I think they... I, I, I sort of know what you mean, but at the same time, there's just more than any other IP out there at the moment, this just strikes me as going to come off looking dull. Well, like all the, all the like ghost recon trailers and stuff. It's like, oh, but how many different ways can you take oh. a bunch of drug guys? Well, well that is a good actually, point. They, actually, sorry, that looked not, really good. That, I want to play that. <laughs> that looks but awesome. That, yeah, that, but those aren't, they haven't been done that terribly. Like the, that, because it has that trick. It has that you can do all these things in these different ways, and that is the whole point. Well, in you that don't know game. what the trick of Watch Dogs Two is yet. No, sure. I mean, but... presumably it'll be hacking stuff, and they'll probably show a bunch of interesting ways to hack things. Maybe, but, like, but it like but that, how they but do the Watch Dogs Like all oh, the bullets come off, and if you crash into the wall, you hack the traffic lights, and they all crash into each other. But it's not <laughs> interesting ways to hack things. It's just press a button and thing happens. It's like yeah, that's not that's interesting. What the whole point of that game is. But it's not interesting. <laughs> it is. That's the visual part. Of, like, if they showed a guy holding a drone or pushing A, that wouldn't be interesting. But they're showing the interesting part of that process. They're showing that's, the things that happen after you've caused it to happen. But as it, in, in Last Watch Dogs game, that wasn't even interesting in gameplay sense. You just pressed a button and something happened. Yeah, and it, it was, looked nice, it was, and that's what trailers are for, looking nice. That's, yeah, I don't, I I don't just, know why you think this is such an incredibly difficult thing to trail. Because of the reception of the last game, and like they they have the problem that everyone knows what that first game was, and that that first game wasn't exactly massively well received. Well, I'm not saying and that it's everyone's like, going to like it because of this trailer. Well, <laughs> and the only thing they can do that will make me sort of say, "Oh, you know what? Good job," is if they're setting up for something quite different. And it's like I don't necessarily mean in terms of setting or in the world or any of that stuff, but it's got to be. It's got to look like they're going to do something mechanically quite different. Otherwise, it's just going to be an Ubisoft game, and who cares? they going to do that either? They don't. They make a series, but that's what it's I mean. always the same. They're not, I don't think they're going to do that, and that's dull. That is the point. I it's don't. not a problem with Watch Dogs 2. It's not even a problem with Ubisoft. It's a problem with every sequel ever. <laughs> I think, because, to correlate my theory, Gears falls into this, they could have done something with it, but they showed us something quite dull. <laughs> you know, it's like well, they they didn't they, they that was a real bad reveal, right? And yeah, but for I think, some reason I feel that that's the way that Watch Dogs is going to go. I think that one like the Gears of War thing, they just actually like chose to show off a dull bit of level for some reason. <laughs> like the last two Call of Duty reveals, yes, I mean, they, they have the problem. Story. Yes, like the Call of Duty ones, yeah, they must have a real hard time doing a military game reveal right and making that interesting yeah because it's but always the, the same thing but Black Ops 3 and Infinite Warfare were both terrible terrible variants of that they were just well, they were badly put together trailers and were dull despite the fact that Infinite Warfare was trying to go hey look space it's like it's, ugh, it's I don't think Infinite yeah. War was that bad I mean, it was like... It got better towards the end. It, it, it's, it's opening 30 seconds were terrible. But then when, when they did start showing space and trying to do or hear the emotional story beats of someone walking along a wall of dead soldiers or whatever, okay, they're starting to bring you back in there. But that's not gameplay. Like, uh, well, none of this is gameplay. We're not talking about gameplay. Uh, 
They're not going to show gameplay really in the trailer of Watch Dogs 2, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I just don't think you, a, a story trailer for Watch Dogs can be interesting. I'm just watching some gameplay of Watch Dogs 2, and the parkour stuff does look pretty cool. Okay. Well, but... this is like the Assassin's Creed engine at this point. <laughs> well, no, it looks smoother than Assassin's Creed, to be, to be honest. That, yeah, it looked kind of cool. Anyway. Anywho. I, I quite like Watch to talk Dogs. about that um, Ghost Recon uh, reveal as well, actually. I hadn't thought I would. I, that actually kind of appeals <laughs> to me. It's not exactly a reveal at this point. Mm. <laughs> We've done it for an entire year. Yeah, but that trailer I thought was pretty good. It was not bad. It got got me interested. Yeah, I mean, mean, you know me, I like marketing a game that might not be all that, I don't know, you know, all that interesting or all that good from my perspective. But uh, I always like Grawl, you know, Ghost Recon games or whatever, or the later ones. I mean, that's that's why this seems better is because it's more like those old games. You have the choice of. Have approach shown, and stuff. Have they shown actually shown any like footage of this one, like uh, gameplay? No. Well, the trailer is gameplay me. footage, isn't it? It's well, just, it's from in game. You know, I wouldn't say it's gameplay uh, footage. Yeah, it's not gameplay. Well, yeah, yeah. I I would call that rendered in engine, not yeah, you okay. don't see a gameplay. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet, but hopefully I'll see that at the show. I'd be quite excited. Well, you know me. I like hope so. Ones. After an entire year, they're probably due to actually. <laughs> Yeah, release it. And having having played like real. Metal Gear doing a sort of open world plus stealth, I think open world plus the kind of tactical shooter thing could work. My my only thing with that is, is I yeah, I really hope that it is a Ghost Recon game, right? That it's that they haven't tried to move away from that. Like because it has been a really long time since we've had a proper Ghost Recon yeah, game. It has, the last, yeah. the, I mean, Graw and Graw Two were probably the last. Um, a long time ago, yeah. You know, no, good. I, I want to see the guys. I want to see the diamonds. You know that that bit of you that UI work that was there before. I want to see like scouting ahead and plotting where everyone is, and then having to think of a plan and yeah. then execute it cooperatively. That's what I want from Ghost. Ghost Recon was to me was always a co-op game, but well, that's but they were always the like in some ways the weakest parts of the last few. <laughs> and it's like well, I, I, I really hope they double down on that and double down on the things that made the last ones good at that. Um. But I have no. Uh, maybe all this comes down to I just don't really have faith in Ubisoft these well, days. I mean, the trouble is that they're like they're putting the idea of like this. Well, they they keep they keep showing or like all the different ways you can take out these drug cartel guys in this base. You can do it stealthily, or you can go in guns blazing, and all that stuff. And that's fine. White hat. Whatever. It's like that's great. But you're basically showing one warehouse which is situated in an open world. And the open world part is the bit that's going to be the problem. Mm. Like, tightly designed single warehouse encounter, that's probably good. But all the other bullshit <laughs> that makes up an open world, that could be where it goes horribly wrong. Could be, so, yeah. But then, uh, I guess the nearest thing we have to what Ghost Recon might end up being is, and this may come across as slightly odd, but that latest Hitman thing, yeah. right? I have a feeling they might play it in a similar way, and there's like here's a scenario. There are a million ways of doing it. Have some fun with it. Well, sure, and then maybe they'll have user creative challenges. But then why would they jam into an open world in that case? Surely the idea I mean, of the open might. world is they want to make a whole bunch of encounters, yeah. and then the quality of those encounters will therefore be lower because <laughs> they can't spend uh, as much time on each. Yeah, because they've got to fill up this whole open world. I mean, they might. That's still a very that's a very Ubisoft possibility. Yep. Um, Open world, everything. <laughs> yeah. All their games somehow did, 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 have become open world. 
Was that was that one of the few trailers that didn't have a zoom out and, no, then, and, and then show? Oh, you're actually it in the did. same window for all these other players. It zoomed out over them at the end, and it was like, oh, look at all these drug. I mean, it didn't show other players. It showed uh, drug targets. cartels. Okay, right. But yeah. it's essentially the same thing. Well, it's, yeah, it's a little different. It's not. It's not like everyone's connected. No, I mean that would make sense for an engaged recon because you're like a small squad, and it's meant to be like behind enemy lines type stuff. So it would make sense to have a whole shit ton of random squads all over the place. What my mind is pondering this is I should be excited for Watch Dogs, right? It's like, for, I haven't played the first one. Like, I have to make that perfectly clear. I have it, but I haven't got around to playing this it. This gameplay footage makes and it look pretty, in, pretty all right. Well, Maybe, I'm hoping like, it'll be it, like Assassin's Creed 2. Right. Right? Right? That's like, where, like what we kept saying all the time about Watch Dogs 1 was just like, if this is just a modern Assassin's Creed, then it'll probably be okay, but it won't. Mm. And then they failed. So is it now just in the models? Have they <laughs> did they realise that all they need to do is just make more fucking Assassin's Creed? God damn it! <laughs> I I still think Assassin's Creed is viable, but they just need to take bigger gaps between them and. Make oh, that's what they're one, doing, isn't it? Yeah, and make each one more interesting. And for for reports, the last one was actually a pretty good one. Um, yeah, the London I one. Guess. Yeah, it was all right. But then aren't they running into the situation where they're going too modern and that, you know, the guns kind of well, suck? That's, what, what, and that's why we always, always thought that Watch Dogs 2 was technically modern Assassin's Creed. They just didn't want to say that, yeah. essentially. And like, we want not, to do an Assassin's Creed-esque game in the modern setting. But also you're not really an assassin. Well, yeah, you're not. Well, I don't think so. Bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the Animus was some of the coolest stuff. Like technically, they could do well, Assassin's I mean, Creed set in modern times because the Animus stuff is still in the future. <laughs> I think Watch Dogs could actually all just be in world, right? I think Abstergo is actually referenced well, in spots and stuff like that. That doesn't technically mean anything because all the Ubisoft games have done crossover references, where it's like, oh, Far Cry references <laughs> Assassin's Creed somehow. Does it? I don't, I don't know. I think they do. <laughs> it's just like how it was in. I think it was like Saints Row and stuff, where it's just like they they all reference each other subtly with like names of companies and stuff, and it's not necessarily explicitly meant to be <laughs> in, in the same world. It's just in Assassin's Creed, they have this convenient overarching excuse where if it does turn out to all be in the same world, it's like, yeah, it was the end of us all along. There's a lot of Alan Wake references in Quantum Break. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Reference your, your last game. Uh... Yeah, what else we got? Um, talking of stuff that we know that everyone knew about uh, and has now been confirmed, PlayStation for the high-end model, you know, Neo, 4K, Neo, whatever you want to yep. call it, still doesn't have an official name. It's just being called the high-end PS4. Um, is a is absolutely a thing. Sony have finally confirmed it. Um but they also confirmed we're not going to be seeing any of it for a while. Okay. So when it's not going to be shown at E3. There's not going to be any Neo mode games shown at E3. So no one that, that could obviously buy a PS4. That could be a lie. We could. Well, yeah, that could be a lie. We could see trailers running in Neo mode, right? Because that happens a lot. Mm, well, um, maybe I don't know. So if Sony don't want to talk about it yet, they might not call that out. I mean, you, you wouldn't see gameplay footage. Like, well, I don't know. Who knows? Like, when, when you see an early trailer, who knows? All bets are off, right, as to what it's actually running on. Um, so, yeah. Um, they've also 
confirms, though, that the standard PS4, they're going to continue to sell throughout the life cycle. Like, this isn't a replacement. Well, they already sort of said that when they said, like, we're not going to let you make games that only run on the NES. No, but now they've they've 100% confirmed that it's not going, they're not going to phase out the old model. Like, you could have argued that those original rules were just to stop, you know, to try and reduce the existing user base from being totally pissed off. Right. Um, whereas now they've, you know, said, you know, no, 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 this is, this is still going to be a thing. Like, yeah, that makes sense. The, the high end model, they, I think they, I don't know if they used this language, but I, the, the bit I read somewhere basically said that this is going to be for the hardcore. Like this is designed. But how for, long will that last? Cause surely after a year or so, everyone will want to buy the, the, you know, the better one and that will have to be would, discounted. Would you don't, I mean, so some people, the console outlier is, is, you know, a big investment. Well, it depends how, how long each of these individual revisions last before the next one. <laughs> well, yeah, if there's going to be a next one, like this is the, the, the other bit about that wording where it's like they're going to be selling the standard one throughout the life cycle. It's like, do they mean the life cycle of the PS4 brand? Like, uh, and like, is it so? And when are these two going to be the only two we see during PS4 and then PS5? They're going to do another hard cut. Like, I mean, maybe that's okay. That just seems too far away, though. Yeah, you got to think maybe well, you've got to have at least three. If they're going to have a, if they're having a revision this soon after the original, mm. you think there's probably got to be at least one more after this. So, the flip side of all this is that Microsoft are actually rumoured to be announcing what their next two SKUs are going to be for the Xbox One. Well, does that does that actually mean the upgraded version, or does that just mean some slim slash cheap whatever? Both. Is <laughs> what, is what I mean, there's two, so it could be both. Yeah. The, 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 the current rumour is that there will be a slim Xbox One, and Scorpio is apparently the code name of the upgraded version. Scorpio! Get over here. <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. What was the one in Just Cause 3? Scorpio, right? right? Or what, the, one of the bad agencies? Or? No, the, like the good, the good rebels or whatever. Uh, Scorpio. They had like... That was that like gun scorpion, right? The dumb, that dumb bit of promotional art. That was Just Cause 2, wasn't it? I can't remember. <laughs> it was like Scorpion made entirely out of guns. <laughs> <laughs> I should really remember that. That sounds awesome. Um, and the other bit to attach to that is that the, this upgrade, the Scorpio upgrade, is rumoured to be required due to a partnership with Oculus to bring, you know, VR to Xbox. Right. Okay. So there's. Yeah, some stuff to take in there. Like, but like, so there's a good chance we'll see that all of that at E3. Is the rumor is specific to that stuff being announced at E3? Okay, so, I don't know. We'll find out. But I guess. there's nothing. Yeah, we we know nothing about their strategy with like Neo Xboxes or whatever. Like, is is like if but if it fo- follows what Phil Spencer had sort of alluded to that you know the platform will keep evolving. Unlike a little bit to what PS4 seem to be saying now, but so yeah, who who knows? Interesting, interesting nonetheless. It makes me wonder. Like it's like okay, if they're now doing upgraded versions of consoles, it's like where does that put me? Like now, now I'm in the bag where it's like okay, I didn't own a PS4 before. 
they made my decision kind of obvious. It's like, right, fine, I'll just get a Neo. Um, went, and I'll, I'll hang back until that comes out and I'll get that version. Fine. I already own an X-Bone. So, like, I don't know how I feel about if Scorpio comes out, do I want to upgrade? I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, you stuck with the core 360 for the entire life cycle. Yeah. Because, because that, you, you sent that back like five times, though, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I sent it back a lot. But it, like, some, because you didn't need to install games, that wasn't nearly a problem. I mean, I'm, I'm battling the 500 gig hard drive on my Xbone now. But you know, every time I want to do something new, it's like, all right, what massive thing am I going to have to? What am I going to have to uninstall to get this massive thing installed? You know, it's just uh, I had to do that with spoilers for later on in the podcast. Uh, you know, I'm going to be talking Quantum Break and just getting that thing installed. I had to uninstall quite a lot of other stuff to fit it on, hmm. and it's just like you know, I. I if the new versions came with like a two or three terabyte hard drive, maybe that's enough to sway me. Like it's a pain. We shall see. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, obviously I'm with you on the PS4 thing. Cause it's easy, isn't it? I'm not annoyed cause yeah. I didn't buy one yet. So it's all fine for me. But then if I had done, I'd be like, Hmm. Grr. Yeah. What do I do now? Do I yeah. try and sell the standard and get the new one or what? You know, how do I play this? Uh, what else we got? Um, DC are teasing that they will show a new game. Um, rumors suggest that it is going to be a Superman-based game. I saw someone suggesting that like Injustice 2 is going. That would be cool. Injustice was a pretty good game. It was pretty good. It was like, I mean, it's not, like, it's not like a <laughs> top-tier fighting game, but it was pretty cool. I mean, you know, what was it made by um, the Mortal Kombat team, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, uh, and that's all the sort of E3 tease I've got. Anything else you're excited for, think will happen? Mm, I don't remember. I'm excited to not see any fucking No Man's Sky. If they show that again, of I'm going to be pissed. Of course they will. It's, you know, <laughs> Apart from if it's like a cut in like a five seconds into a mi- mixed up trailer or whatever, that's fine. But we don't need to see another whole segment of No Man's Sky, a game that should more or less actually already have been out. Yeah. <laughs> but well, we got the I mean, what is it, August now? Yeah. Um, so I, I reckon they will. It will it, be there. But yeah, in what capacity will it get a full trailer? Will it get... Will it get another gameplay demo? I kind of, if they're going to do it, I want it to just be a short trailer. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want a full on-stage demo again. No. And the other rumour related to that is, like, there's people suggesting that one of the... So most of the people say that the reason for the delay was... Or one of the... One of the rumours about the delay was that it was because the PS4 version was running badly and they needed time to fix that version and Sony didn't want them releasing the PC one beforehand. Not sure. Which, you know, that makes sense. But then the other rumour about it is that maybe they're pushing to get VR support in before release. Oh, interesting. It's plausible. So if they show the VR version of it on stage, that will still be really annoying. (laughs) Don't want that either. No. (laughs) Although... 
I mean, a short of Paris Games Week, this, they're running out of opportunities if they are going to show it before launch. Like, you would have thought, like, you know, after No Man's Sky comes out, could they really then go in at, to Paris Games Week before PSVR comes out and be all like, look, we added VR to this? They just shouldn't. They should just <laughs> stop showing it. Release that thing. Yeah. No one cares. No one cares about seeing it any longer. They just want to play it. it yeah. <laughs> it is at that point. It's been too long. There's too much of a build-up to it. I think my hype for it is, like, gone. Just because we've seen so much of it. It's just, like, it's just like I'm not sure I care anymore. The trouble, is, the, the trouble with that idea is that, like, you haven't actually seen... We don't know what the game is still, yeah. (laughs) You've just seen pretty things. Yeah. There's there's something about I think when the build-up is too long, I do just drop off. Sure. Uh, So, other stuff that's going on. Um, uh, Facebook has partnered with Blizzard to offer in-game streaming to Blizzard games. So, does this mean there's going to be like a share on Facebook button somewhere in Overwatch. Like, mm. Streaming, what? though. Yeah, what, like fa- Facebook are having their own streaming service of some kind. Uh, apparently, I don't quite know anything about this. Well, yeah, but they like, don't seem to have any technology to do that. Well, they probably well, they, You know, Microsoft. Microsoft have had streaming tech for ages. Like, they, they really probably the made it before everyone else did and just didn't know how to use it. That doesn't tell you that Facebook could use that, though. Uh, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I honestly have no idea. But that's a thing. Um, it's to be, like, directly in... It is to be directly in the game. So, like, the, you'll be in the game and there'll be some way of turning on streaming. Well, sure, there's right Twitch there. integration in play games. Yeah. It's fine, but why would you put that on Facebook? There's no there's no market for that in Facebook because there's no... As far as we... Like, there's no videos page that you could go to in Facebook and uh, just look at, here's a bunch of broadcasts. I can, I can only assume Facebook paid are paying money to get this exclusive. Well, it's, it's not even clear that it's exclusive. But, but like, it's not like it, it's not like it, you can call that, well, I don't know, I guess you, there's a certain legal implication, but like, it's not like any streaming that's built into a game is exclusive because you can just stream it for an external program anyway. <laughs> There's no sure. such thing as exclusive streaming. Sure. For as many games that have Twitch integration, that doesn't stop you streaming them on YouTube. No, of course it doesn't. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. I'm not quite sure what's going on here. Anyway. I don't know why they, they, like... It's like, did someone on either of those two sides think that that was a big deal for some reason? Like, what what is the real benefit to either Facebook or Blizzard of being able to stream video of their thing on the other thing? Mm. They want it just so people can, like, share. Like, here's this, but then they could do that anyway, right? They share the stri- Twitch stream and just play it straight in Facebook, maybe. But, yeah, like an embed, basically. Yeah. It's not about complicated. Or do Facebook just want to get into this whole space? Like, cause, yeah, I guess they could. Because yeah. Facebook have been trying to get into the messaging space for a while. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're having, bought, what, having bought WhatsApp bought and WhatsApp, stuff yeah. like that. Um, you know, and, and they're trying eventually to make messenger.com, maybe right? Them. Like a separate thing almost. Not separate. Yeah. But- and they're, they're, well, they're Facebook giving... Messenger is already being split out, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's split out on the phone, but they're going to split it out on the web to some extent, I think, as well, a little mm. bit. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah who's whether they want to like get in on the Skype game and maybe video streaming is part of that. And so while they're on, like, oh, maybe there's while while we're at this whole trying to figure out <coughs> doing Skypey style messaging when they should probably just talk to Skype. I don't know. Um, and then like maybe we've got this video streaming now. All right, like, what do we do with it? Well, like it, get into games, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think it mainly seems weird because like all of them all, all for the last few years, whenever someone's being gifted into streaming, it's people buying other people. It's like Amazon buying Twitch. Well, so he's like, okay, care? what company is Facebook buying? Well, apparently they're not. They're just doing it by themselves. And that seems weird because <laughs> you're like, they don't know how to make technology, even though they made this entire yeah. Facebook website thing that yeah. people use a little fucking lot. Does anyone care about the, uh, you know, Twitch's competitors? Like, how well is YouTube gaming doing, for instance? Like, I don't know. YouTube gaming seems to be starting to become almost relevant. Okay. But then that's the same situation as like Google Plus was in, which like it started to become almost relevant. Almost relevant. <laughs> and then <yeah>. it failed. <laughs> it's not like I have a problem with YouTube gaming. It's just like Twitch is just so ubiquitous. Well, I'm, I guess like I've never... We don't, I don't actually, think there's an app for it. Well, we don't actually thing. know whether YouTube gaming might actually be better because it's not like the back end of Twitch is that great, well, really. It's kind of a dumbass web-based dashboard like, thing. Oh, right, like, you mean of, yeah, the actual website itself. Yeah, like actually, how you actually host and stream through Twitch. And streaming stuff. to it isn't hard, though. No, but it's still, it's like, I feel like by now you'd think they would have made that much more elegant and like user friendly than just like here's some text boxes on a web page. Not sure how. But it's like when you're you know when you update your stream title and you have to refresh the page to make sure it actually uh, happened. And yeah, <laughs> that, that that stuff's kinda of garbage, yeah. Uh yeah, so there's that. Uh, Halo Wars 2 is getting an open beta after E3 has happened so I guess we can expect to see something about that at Microsoft's conference another game that we saw at the last E3 and still isn't out well, it was announced last E3 yeah that's what I mean it's like, you yeah, thought, well, a year is fine you wouldn't have thought Halo Wars 2 would take that much effort <laughs> <laughs> fine uh, uh, Destiny are, are dropping Last gen support with their next DLC pack. Whatever that actually means. So, as in, the Rise of Iron is only going to be released on on current gen. It's mm-hmm. like if you want to keep up to date with all the new Destiny well, stuff, you be, cannot do that on 360 and PS3. It's only going to be released on new ones. But like, how is that going to work for the people playing the old stuff? Because it's never most. They still have to be able to see people using new weapons and stuff, I right? Think, I don't think Destiny I mean, cross plays. I suppose. I'm not. I don't think Destiny cross plays though. I don't think like 360 users can see Bone users, and I'm not sure PS3 users can see PS4 users. Because mm, yeah, they yeah. they've had to offer migration solutions. Like you want to pull your character up to the next gen, we've got a migration solution for that. Well, I guess it was always the case where we where like at the time everyone thought it was dumb that they were even releasing on the old consoles. Because it was like it was right on that the version. Apparently, isn't that bad? Well, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's like they had. They were saying that they had uh, like a ten year plan, but they were going to release on these consoles that yeah. were effectively out of date when they were releasing the thing. <laughs> they did release like a couple of years ago, probably when people were still when current gen. You couldn't really call current gen like, or you could, but you know, people were still calling it next gen. Yes, but it was already out at that point. That was the point. Yeah. 
like you're putting your game onto. It was, I mean, Grand Theft Auto only went onto the old consoles just. It seemed like because it was taking such a long time to make the new console version that they just wanted more money because they were like, oh, if we release this old version quickly, we can get everyone to buy it twice. <laughs> It's not like Destiny, where you like commit to a character and you want to keep it for ten years. Apparently, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. In fairness to them, like, well done for keeping it supported this long. Actually, are we at the uh, hour fifteen? <laughs> we we should drop the news. Yeah, we're <laughs> it's over. time for All the right. end of the news. How many more notes do you still have? Three. Okay, um, shit through them then. Yeah, then they're not. They're not massive. Oh no, four. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Ukulele has been delayed to 2017. Well, I mean, was that really a delay? Did it even have a release <laughs> this year? <laughs> yeah, that's not really that uh, doesn't count. And is apparently very, very banjo kazooie. Well, now, yeah, I saw now. the video of it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Dead Rising Four is a thing that Dan mentioned earlier. I know nothing more than that. Um, it seems to have that same dude with a camera, and it's like, how is he still? Oh wait, they've gone back to Frank West. <laughs> yeah, it's like how? Well, yep. maybe. They Maybe just done. another dude with a camera. It looked like Frank Wentz. No, like, how, how is he still existing? Because didn't they sort of drop the photo element of that game from the last Well, I mean, two? I'm not sure it was like... I'm not sure that was intended to be the big mechanic of that game. It's just like it's the thing that everyone remembers. It was its quirk. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the Splatoon Squid Sisters are apparently gigging <laughs> They're going to do a tour of Europe as like a Hatsune Miku style holographic Sweet. show. Sweet. That's kind of cool. That's awesome. What are they going to do? Are they going to sing? Or is it just like, well, they're going to do... stand well, around and make fake news reports? Well, no, they do sing, <laughs> don't they? They're like, I guess. Like, they call it singing. They're, yeah, their warbles <laughs> are on a number of Splatoon tracks. Sure, but it's, but just... it's, not like, it's not like a vocal track exactly. It's just like sound effects. No, it's sort of. So, well... Yes and no. They're the most vocal, I think, of a lot of the vocal tracks in Splatoon. Yes, and but what I'm saying is, like, if you—it's not going to be real words, right? They're not probably not going to be singing in English. Sure, but what I'm saying is, if you play that in a stadium, it won't sound like anything intelligible anyway. <laughs> no, <laughs> just be like noise. Yeah, I, I really want to see what that is. It looks, yeah, it sounds insane. Um, and finally, something we did miss on our E3 stuff, and I can't believe I missed it because it's at the top of my list. <laughs> okay. is this thing called E3 Live. So, E3 is a press event, effectively. The public aren't allowed in. They're not allowed to go to the conferences. They're not allowed to go well, to the. Sometimes. Depends. Well, there are ways of buying in, and like the, sometimes you can. And like publishers get to invite a certain number so, of yeah. people. There are some just tend to be random people. There are some interesting, but generally, you know, you'd be in the minority if you considered yourself the public. Um, Dan, so eating into the microphone. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I said stop. <laughs> Delicious. What are you eating? Um, what are you eating? Fruit pastels. Oh, that oh they're, the, they're quite noisy. Yeah, the most noisy. <laughs> Well, okay, I mean, Skittles were noisy that one time, but that was in a test, that doesn't count. Is right. an opal fruit or a Starburst, are they, are they more noisy, do you reckon, or are they, more, or are they more suckable? They're probably equal. Mm. Anything that's soft and chewy is going to cause that problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're calling it E3 Live, the first gathering for gamers or something like that. Like like it's the first of anything. Uh, yeah, boy. Um, and it's... Actually, a completely different thing. It's not like access to the show floor or anything like that. It's it's just sort of a weird community event kind of thing where there's going to be live bands. 
one-of-a-kind photo ops. This is their own words. Um, merchandising, like basically just like Comic-Con, I guess, Yeah. in that respect. And dance competitions. <laughs> I mean, what format, though? I don't know. DDR? <laughs> yeah, that would be all right. <laughs> Keeping on team. Uh, what a weird thing. I don't know if it's that weird. It's just like someone wanted to set up a shitty convention to steal some E3 hype money. Well, I, 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 can't, I, I think E3 must look at things like packs, right? And, and, and just be all like, well, these things are crazy popular. And Well, uh, it seems like they've been on and off on the whole idea over the years, where it's like sometimes it's like, we're going to open it more up to the public, and then sometimes it's like, no, we're not going to do that. And then they just can't seem to decide whether they're going to do that or not. They should just do it like... Like have it so the press does it normally, and then maybe have an extra day or two for the public. Well, I think or... they tried that at one point. Oh, did they? Oh. You three just don't seem to know what exactly it is that they want. Because I think that's how actually a lot of these like open to the public conventions work, right? They'll have a press day, well, sure, and then open up to everyone else uh, on the second day. Yeah, I don't know. Seems a bit odd. What it sounds like to me is something like a fan-made festival, a bit like Sonic Boom or something like that. It's just like they they obviously don't have any news themselves to show or anything like that. It's just like, but, you know, we'll just have a festival in the name of Sonic. Yeah. Also, we still haven't heard what the what Sega are doing for Sonic's 25th yet. <laughs> it's going up like the year of Luigi where it's just like nothing. <laughs> yeah. The year of Luigi never ends. Well, I saw Luigi. Sonic pop Luigi. up at Lego Luigi's Dimensions. Over. Really? That's kind yeah. of cool. Yeah, uh, because you know how many different IPs there are in, in Lego Dimensions, like every IP ever. Yeah. And they had a thing at the end, like a teaser at the end of a video which had a million different IPs in it. And it was Gollum reaching for the ring going, precious. And then Sonic comes on and goes, Ding! <laughs> picks up the ring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's awesome. That's dumb, yeah. Man, only Lego can do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I hope they make another Lego movie. Adventure Time as great. well. In in uh, they are making a new one, I think. Oh, they're doing um a spin-off, aren't they, with uh, Batman? Have you not seen the trailer for that? Oh, what, awesome. just a Lego Batman movie. Yeah, just a Lego Batman movie with Will Arnett. It looks awesome. <laughs> Is it still the Liam Neeson Batman though? It's Will Arnett. Oh, no, it? Liam Neeson wasn't Batman. He was the henchman. Yeah, henchman guy. Yeah. Who was really funny. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. There's a trailer for that. Check it out. Okay, sweet. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's all it. I've got. That's news. The news. Okay, what you been playing? Who's going first? This is the news. This is the news. That was the news. Hello? Let's go. What? Anyone, got, anyone got anything interesting to talk about? <coughs> yep. All right then. Go, go. Zed, go. Well, you know, Mirror's Edge, obviously. Hey. Happened. You've played like Mirror's... all of it, I expect, in the past. <laughs> Pretty much. Hours. Well, yeah. some, somewhat. It's, it's like, okay, so, well, the first thing, it's always important, buy it on disc because. <laughs> because How big's the download? Well, it's actually not as big as I thought it would be. It's only like 25 gigs. Okay. Which is it's still free DVDs. <laughs> but is that once you've got the DVDs? No, like, that's the whole. Oh, thing. so they do actually give you a, like the disc copy does have most of it on disc. Yep, it only had like a very small post install patch. Yeah. Although 
That's all right. That's all right. Spoilers, it needs some more patching. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, and the other important thing about buying physical coffee is it's something that I always forget. How, like, every time I bought a new physical game recently, I've always forgotten about it and then been pleasantly surprised every time it happens. It's like, New discs smell awesome. <laughs> <laughs> New game smell is great, right? Yeah. Like, just like, like what horrible industrial chemical is that that smells so I know. good? <laughs> and, oh, I'm a big fan of that. Like the moment you peel, like every time, you, oh, at the moment, it's like every time you buy a Nintendo game, right? Because they're still on disc and you peel back the plastic and you get that waft just coming out straight away. And then it's even stronger when you open the case. Well, and then like these ones where it's like three DVDs stacked on top of each other, peeling the DVDs apart releases like oh. another layer. Oh. And like when when the DVD comes out of the drive and it's hot, that makes it even stronger. Oh man! <laughs> it's like why is this? It's so good. It's like they're literally putting drugs in there to make people happier. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it seems like. It smells so good. New game smell. It's awesome. But yeah, I installed that twenty five gigs of stuff. And surprisingly, I thought it was going to be another big struggle to find hard disk space, but because it's on my non-Steam partition, that's the one that actually still has some space. <laughs> I only had to delete one thing. So yeah, installed it, and then went in there, and uh, yeah, that game could use some more patch. <laughs> so, okay, let's, let's, we'll, we'll, in the vain attempt of making this not sound like one of my reviews... Which isn't going to happen. Which isn't okay. going to happen. <laughs> so, like, how does the game actually work with this whole open worldy stuff? Well, I mean, there's several layers of problems and good things to talk about there, really, because if we could just get to talk about the gameplay first. So you go in and, like, you have this open world, and they kind of screwed themselves in some way by. That was definitely one of my style reviews. All right, let's go. <laughs> well, it's like. <laughs> Straight away, problems. <laughs> well, you're. Well, the idea of the open world in terms of like how it was going to work in Mirror's Edge, it was it like it's logically it's fine because it's just like a bunch of overlapping routes where it's just basically you know things you jump off and mm-hmm. like they're just scattered around and that's fine. Okay, routes can cross relatively easily, and you can build multiple ways to get to one point just by having a slightly higher or lower <laughs> bit of building. Sure, yeah, and it's like that's all fine. But the trouble with it is that like they they built these. I, it's like they were still in the root building mentality or something because they in this open world you have like the building rooftops and you can jump from building to building and it's like it's fine but then basically you have section like say groups of like 20 or so buildings that are all like together and you can just jump across but there you have a big fucking road down the middle and a singular sky bridge that links between that zone and the next zone or a no, singular right. grapple point that you swing across and it's like that is just so com- then you still have to figure out how to get to yeah. that bridge so you're like when you look at when you put a waypoint off and it appears on your HUD and it's like oh it's over there you just can't go straight there you have to go like okay which section of the city am I on where's the nearest sky bridge that's to where I am to go across to the next section where that thing actually is so just, would it have benefited from some kind of simple like not necessarily telling you exactly where to go like well, know, like, like, like run a vision oh it does have sat nav yeah. like, you can you change run a vision between classic and full where full just shows a literal line and classic just highlights things mm. but which is essentially the same thing it's kind of annoying because well it's annoying but it, it feels too helpful mm. where it's like even in classic mode is it like really efficient route or something well yeah in classic mode it highlights things in red 
But unlike in the original where it just highlighted everything in red that you could interact with, essentially, mm. in this one, it only highlights things in red, in red that are on the route anyway. So it's essentially exactly the same as having the GPS trail, except it's just like slightly more subtle. Because <laughs> it's um, still showing you the exact same route. It's just showing you it being like, and I guess here's what, a red railing, jump over I, here. <laughs> to me, that sounds like it would be more, at least from a style perspective, way more appealing than the line. Well, it's better than the line, but in a style perspective, it also looks kind of weird in itself because it's literally runner vision. Like it's part of your eye based HUD thing. So it only appears when you're on that route. So sure. you can see yeah. like, here's a pipe that's not red because it's not on my route at the moment. And that looks kind of weird, especially when it's just like one segment of a railing is red because it's on your route and all these other railings aren't. And no, then once you go past it, that disappears. But I want to say that's kind of what happened on the last game. Yeah, but you weren't thinking about it in the last game because there was never any doubling back. No. You are always going forwards. That was just the route. Yeah. So yeah, it's like that's fine it's just they fucked up their design where they were like here's an open world except it's an open world with incredibly tiny choke points mm. <laughs> that you have to go through to get between these sections of open world i wonder what, it's it's one of those things where it's just like, i wonder why i i want i want to know what the reasoning was for that like well, I mean, logically, maybe, maybe, there, maybe there is a good reason for it that we're just not seeing. Well, well, I mean, if you want to talk about the world, logically, there has to be some really wide roads in this city. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you could just have an endless spread of buildings yeah. that are all close enough to get to jump between. I don't know. Most of Tokyo is like that. True. But well, well, well there are actually, most, of, most, of, most suburb, I guess, like housing areas in Japan, like that. You know, I guess cities, not so much. Yeah, the actual tall buildings yeah. have like quite wide, wide roads between. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's kind of dumb. And speaking of related to that, I mentioned it while we were talking about that, the grappling hook. Mm. That's another thing that I think they've kind of bollocked up in introducing that. Because it's like, it's not a bad transversal mechanic, really. Well, no, actually, I guess it sort of is. So they give you the grappling hook. to exploit transversal? Well, no, it's exactly <laughs> not. It's like, I'd say it's not exploitable enough, but if they made it more exploitable, it would be even worse. So what they did is they gave you a grappling hook in theory, except you can only use it in very specific places. Like you can only grapple onto security cameras for some reason, because they decided that the security cameras are really stable and sturdy because they're security cameras and they don't want to get destroyed. So it's, you it's, can it's only in, grapple onto those. I guess it's in the name that they're secure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're well secure. Yeah. So you can only grapple onto these security cameras. And oh, so yeah. that, that like is sort of good because it limits how useful the grappling hook is because otherwise you just avoid most of the game because you can just grapple onto every ledge. As it were, because it like you, when you, when you hook it, you just move point to point or is it like a you, Batman kind of swing? You have a bit of like control of the swing, mm. but the actual problem with it is that like the activation zone isn't a zone at all. It's like a point. Like you run up to a ledge and then there's a ring on the floor and it shows you the line of where the, security camera that you're grappling onto it. And if you're not specifically there, you can't grapple onto it. Well, Uh, sometimes you can if you happen to jump into the zone, like sideways, diagonal, but most of the time you just miss and fall to your death. It's like, it's not really That's weird. You don't have an option of where to activate it from. You have to be in this specific spot. That's a strange choice. You would have thought like if you were in range or something, there might have been like an on-screen indicator to say, hey, there's a grapple point. Yeah, but it's like they don't, they don't want it to be that free. It's yeah. still a limited thing, but that makes it feel really bad because you're well, like, yeah, I have this grappling hook by... and I can see this security camera and I'm like on the level of the security camera. So you think I could like jump down and then swing, but you can't. You have to go and find the specific platform that's further down. I guess it stops you from doing 
something that would potentially be cool, right? Like, you know, you <laughs> something would be cool. Yeah, no, well, you know what I mean? Like, like so if, like, I'm, I'm imagining, right, the security camera's on, like, the corner of a building, and there's, like, a ledge in front of it, like, yeah. from on another building, say. Right. But what if, like, in your route plan or whatever, you decide, like, oh, you know what, actually, I can just wall run off that other building, and then if I could grab the security camera, I could do, like, a round-the-corner swing and then wall run on the other side of the building, like, just to, well, just, you know, stuff yeah, like that, that, like, suddenly becomes kind of impossible. Right, like you can't make yeah, that cool. That's things. not how that thing works anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, it's only for swinging between two points as a swing or going up to a ledge. Like you don't use it to transition into any other moves, right. basically. So it's not actually necessarily part of the flow of running. No, not really. Okay, which is what that's another why reason why it's kind of bad. Yeah, that's that's odd. And I mean, like partially. It's another one of the re- it's another one of the ways to cross those big roads where it's like oh you can swing across here if there's not a sky bridge but then there's just like here's a sky bridge and here's a swing point right <laughs> or here's a wall that was too high to climb up until you got the grappling hook tech and now there's a security camera there that you can grapple onto <laughs> maybe I'd be more okay if the swing points were purely that actually in a weird way like maybe that the, you know the grappling hook was like oh no there are ways of just getting across these these gaps across, as you say, these weird segregations between yeah. zones. And it's maybe I'd be more okay with it if it was limited to I mean, that. they really don't um, use it anywhere that's not just like a, a choke point, essentially. Mm. It's like it's not really used for spicing up your normal transversal through the city. It's just like Traversal. it's places where you couldn't have gone until you had that tech. <laughs> mm. And that's how they gated it. And it also sucks because, like, not really spoilers, but I'm going to talk slightly about the last mission of the game. The last mission of the game really kind of sucks because it's 50% climbing up pipes in elevator shafts, which is boring because that's not, like, it's, it's not, just not, climbing. Not really a climactic ending. <laughs> You're just climbing up and jumping from pipe to pipe when things are about to fall on you. And it's like, that's not, right. that's not interesting free-running stuff. It's that's just climbing. Stuff about to explode under you. Above you. Oh, okay. But then the other 50% of the level is pretty much just grappling hooking between points. And it's like, that's not interesting either. <laughs> it's like, there's almost no actual free running in the last level. It's really kind of boring. And I, mm. that's like, they wanted to make this level where you're basically climbing a really tall building. <laughs> and it's like, so in order to go up a really long way quite quickly, you have to either climb elevator shafts inside the pipes or grapple because you can go up a lot more when you're grappling. So, and it's like there's no opportunity to actually just do a run where it's like yeah. you're finding a path through a space. <laughs> Am I, this is all beginning to sound like what they've done with this is actually not understand the bits that made the first game good. Well, it, the thing is that like this is only really like half of the time that I'm talking about. It's like when when the you know before the grappling hook and like a lot of the time when you're just running around, it yeah. actually works just fine. It's like okay. you're jumping and doing cool moves and stuff. Sweet. See, the, reason, the reason why I think that is like, actually, because this is one of the things that actually became quite irritating about the first game was that actually that, that bit in the demo, the sort of prologue level, the yeah. bit where you walk out and it's doing like the whole, yeah. you know, the title card in the city and stuff like that. That level is possibly the best level in the game because it both, it, it like has multiple routes, multiple, multiple routes, a good example of how the flow should work as well. It has a nice, a nice ending to you it, you know, the dramatic. Stuff, yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. And actually that it's short 
I think one of the things that I like about that first game is that everything is that it's, I think I would have preferred it if its structure was in these nice short bursts of like little challenging levels in a way. I mean, that it's like the, the time well. trial stuff sort of was supposed to be that as well in the last game, but that stuff just wasn't as interesting because of its setting. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Open worlding it doesn't sound like that's what I want. And I kind of want these like, you know, these very well designed funneled challenges that have multiple ways of solving them, maybe, and the challenge is trying to figure out how to do the moves to do the. Well, I mean, you know, because like some of the some of the time trialy stuff, I got really caught on yeah. in the first game. It's like because it's like, oh no, I, I I can see how I can do that, but it's a really hard maneuver. I'm yeah. going to just keep doing this over and over again until I nail it, well, it's and that was weirdly appealing. One of the things I haven't really and done, not appealing in some cases as well, but you know, <laughs> one of the things I haven't really done in this game yet is most of the time trial stuff. Like, I only did the story. I just mainlined the story pretty much. Mm. And picked up whatever collectibles I ran past on the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. I guess. I haven't done any of the side... Well, I... No, I... Are they still bags? Well, some... There is still the bags, but there's other things. Okay, yeah. But, like, I, I've done... Well, I finished the story last night, and then this morning I did most of the side quests, which are actually really tiny. They barely... I think they like made a bit too much of a big deal of it. I mean, they have a percentage counter where it's like story percentage and world percentage. And by the time I was finished with the story, it was 70%. So <laughs> the side missions only count for 30% of the story content. Okay. And then that 70% of the content when I was in the story counted for 21% of the world content. As in stuff that I picked up while I was going past it, but not any of the side side missions like the little mini runs and deliveries okay what are the mini runs then are they are, are these just like, 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 like built-in time trials okay so these might be the challenges i'm after yeah maybe i haven't really seen enough of those i've done like one or two but then just running place to place wasn't is it again isn't quite what i was getting at either there's like the, the setting of those little segments of the first game were were still good you want the <laughs> pressure it's like, yeah, the guys with guns were annoying and that's what you're getting hit, but it provided the right pressure. Sure, and I mean, it still manages to do that most of the time in the missions where, like, when there is dudes, sometimes you can just run away. There's not that many times where it makes you actually stand and fight everybody. So are the missions themselves more linear? Or is it just getting them around the world? That's Yeah, open? they're pretty... Well, the weird thing about the missions is a lot of the time they'll start and end with a bit of the open world and you don't really notice where, like... I mean, obviously, you start the mission in the open world. There's just a place where you accept the mission and it goes. And then you run to a thing. And at a certain point, there's obviously a place where this is the mission level where normally there'd just be a closed door or whatever if you're there in the open world. Mm. So there is like a little bit of the normal level. And then normally after you've done that, it's like run to a place and deliver a thing after the end of the mission. So it's like it's bookended by a bit of regular open world running around. Okay. Mm. And then a specifically designed bit of level in the middle. Mm. Which is, you know, it usually works. Okay. And then, so yeah, the combat is like, people said it was bad, but I didn't think it was that bad. The trouble with it is that it relies a lot on the environment. It's like, if the, if it's in a well-designed environment that's good for the way you're meant to fight, it works. But if it's in a badly designed environment for the way you're meant to fight, it doesn't work. Is it more like, oh, so they're putting an emphasis on, say, run up this wall and hit someone whilst doing that, do a yeah. fancy flip into this guy? The trouble with it is that, like, some if it's just like a a bog standard room and there's like a couple of dudes in it, then all you can really do is just like wall run and kick them and slide and kick them. <laughs> and yeah, it's like yeah. it doesn't really give you that many options to maneuver and have an advantage. Mm. 
and like the whole idea of you have like a focus shield where as you're running around you build up a shield which means you can basically just run past dudes and they can't shoot you okay because they you they just miss essentially so there are guns well there's one type of enemy that has guns uh, and you can't pick them up oh well that's fine so you okay. can't actually use them yourself but so you have the shield which builds up as you're running around where en- the enemies with guns can't hit you. That's cool in, idea. In focus. Mm. Uh, but then, like, so it also protects your health while you're in a fight, like a melee fight as well. But obviously, if you're not moving, it just drains away. Right. So you want to be doing these, like, jumps and wall runs and stuff in combat so you always have some shield mm. to prevent you from actually taking health damage. Okay, gotcha. So if the environment doesn't really give you that many options to do that, you end up just standing there and fighting an enemy normally, and then it's just like a quick time event at that point. It's not actually a good fighting mechanic. Mm. <laughs> You're like, oh, he's about to do an attack, dodge to the side, then kick him in the back, and then do that, like, ten more times because they have a shit ton of health. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, that that sounds like a hard. I mean, that whole combat thing seems like a hard problem to solve, right? Like yeah. coming up with a decent system that's going to work in first person. I mean, that's one of the reasons why it works better in the open world a lot of the time. It's because it's mm. already there's just more stuff there's in stuff, the vicinity that you can jump off. from and fall off of. Yeah, you know, like, could it could it have been improved by having some way of like comboing off a guy into another guy or? Like, well, um, they sort of semi intended that in one way, which is they, it's not exactly a combo, but you, you can, when you're doing your heavy attack, you can push enemies to the left or the right with it instead of just straight backwards. Or, well, I suppose straight backwards is a direction as well, I guess. And then you unlock the ability to pull people and like turn around and swing them behind you, mm. which is another direction. But the idea is that when you hit people with like a heavy attack, it makes them stumble. And so if you, kick them into like a wall it stumbles them for longer right yeah. and like stuns them and then you if you have the unlock for that for like the quick attack combo you can while, while they're stumbling you can get free hits that they don't have any chance of countering okay gotcha so you do that but you can also like kick people into other people and have them both stumble and they both take extra damage so there's some amount of like positional moving the enemies around and like and, it, and when you're if you're used on, using the light attack and you're doing a trend uh, like a jump attack or whatever, and you do light instead of heavy, you like pass through them essentially. You like hit them and keep moving. Oh, I see. Right. So you can right. transition that into like keeping so, your shield up and moving on to another. Enemy. So in cases where you actually don't have to defeat them, yeah. for instance, you can just use it to you a, just use it to go past them. Yeah. That's okay. That's that's neat. I like that as an idea. It's like it sort of works some like a lot of the time when the environment is good for it and then when mm. the environment's bad you're just like well this sucks mm. which i don't know if they intentionally realize that but you can unlock later in the game you unlock the ability to like basically just force stun people <laughs> it's, it's like it hacks their hard display and fucks them up with a bunch of sound and noise so they just stagger for a while huh. so it's like that's a way to like oh no it's like you're in this room with a bunch of enemies you're just like Okay, everybody stop. I'm going to choose which one of you I take out first. Right, yeah. <laughs> so it gives you a moment to not be beaten up on. Yeah. Except that doesn't work for me because every time I've tried to do that, I start a bunch of people and, like, I don't know if it, there's just some kind of, like, auto lock onto your attacks where every time I've tried to do it, it automatically locks onto the wrong person. And I'm like, no, I didn't want to kill that guy. I want to kill this other guy first. There's, there's not near the wall, or... <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Or like, I want to kill the weaker one and leave the heavy one staggered for a minute so I can pick off all the weaker ones, but it mm. automatically targets the heavy one, knocks him out of his stun, and then I'm back into actually fighting a dude. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, it sometimes works. And then, you know, there's problems that need, that should be 
well, there's some things that need a patch probably, and some things which are just sort of they kind of fucked up their game design early on. I was about to say, yeah, a lot of that discussion sound like things that are just like sort of fundamental design. Yeah, not necessarily things that they can iron out. It's like the it didn't give a particularly good impression because of well, firstly. The major bug that I've been having is just, and you know, this might just be a thing that only happens on my system or whatever, is that 90% of the cutscenes, pre-rendered cutscenes, the sound is out of sync with the video. Oh, wow. 90% of them. There's been, there was like oh, one wow. that fully worked and like a couple that slipped back into sync during the middle of the cutscene. Yeah, that's kind of bad. <laughs> I don't know what that is about. Do you think that's a PC thing? Or? Probably. Yeah. I, I'm the only thing that I can think of is like the game is quite like very nearly filling up my entire RAM. It's like the it's the highest I've ever seen the RAM be filled on my system. It's right. like the game is using at least a whole six gigs by right. itself. Mm-hmm. So it's pushing pushing the edge of my eight gigs of RAM. <laughs> so I don't know if it's like a buffering problem where it's like it can't buffer the video and the sound in time because it doesn't do a loading pause or well not a proper loading pause. It tries to transition straight from game to video. So wondering if it's just like having a not not being able to buffer it in time or something. No, that's it. that's got to be a engine problem. But yeah, that that's bad. But then the other thing that gave a really bad first impression was the way the tutorials, the like you know the tutorials in the early game where it's just trying to put you through an error and teach you things along the way. So you come out of the thing, you get your heads up display thing that shows you run a vision and all that guff, and. It puts you in like a construction site and it does like a combat tutorial. And it does it by showing like silhouettes of enemies in your runner vision so they're not actually there. Mm. And you just do the various moves as you're running past them. You slide and kick the guy and he stumbles and then disappears as, you know, because it's runner vision. And it's like, that's fine. But then when they actually do an, a, like a later bit in the, the still tutorial where it's trying to do that with actual enemies, mm. it's doing some of the more advanced moves with actual enemies, like, kick this dude into this other dude so they both stumble. Mm. And it's like, if you fail to kick the dude into the other dude before he dies, restart the checkpoint. <laughs> oh. And it's like, that just sucks. Yeah, so it's asking you to do a very specific thing that if it goes slightly wrong. Yeah. Is that because their their behaviour as well? Can they it's not own... necessarily because of their behaviour. It's also because like the tutorial doesn't necessarily explain it that well. Right. And also, I mean, the much worse case of this was where it's... Still a tutorial, I guess, but it's starting to go into the actual mission structure of the game. It's like the ends of the tutorials are sort of trailing off into the actual missions. But there's this one mission where it wants you to deliver a thing to a place, and it's like, don't lose your focus shield during this mission. And it hasn't really explained what the focus shield was or why like light attacks let you keep focus shield like when you're passing by and he's doing the light attack. Sure. Hadn't really explained that, so this was sort of the tutorial for that. But the first thing you do is zip line down a wire, and as you're coming towards the end of the wire, you can see a dude, and you're like, well, I'm going to jump on him, obviously, and attack him, and just do that. But as you come towards the end of the wire, it's trying to do a tutorial in a really bad place, because it slows down time, pops up a tutorial window with text in it, and it's like... This is not a good time for me to be reading text. So I kept missing the text box, jumping off the wire, heavy attacking the guy and immediately failing. Because it's like, you're not meant to do a heavy attack, you're meant to do a light attack. And that's in that text box that only appears for like a couple of seconds as you're sliding down a wire. It's like, this is really not the time. I'm trying to look at what I'm doing, not a text box. (laughs) That is a little strange. And, you know, that's the problem I had with a lot of those tutorial 
instant fail things where it's just like I'm running I'm looking at what I'm doing on the screen and then a text box appears for a few seconds that's, that's telling me what I'm meant to be doing next but I'm not looking at that I'm looking at the game <laughs> I mean it's a problem yeah, that's, of like, not, that's not too uncommon but usually they'll go to either, either a slow time or an absolute freeze frame until you press the button it intends yeah exactly I think they could have just I think they should have done false freeze even though it would have been kind of abrupt for a game that's all about movement yeah well you can slow down to the freeze right sure. well, or you do the, the you know a great way of handling that actually is like a hybrid masking so you go into you slow it down and then put your box up but if the player just doesn't respond you eventually freeze right, right. so they're still forcing you to do it but if they do it and they do it quickly enough it looks awesome otherwise it looks a bit jank but you're still making them do the thing you want them to do at that point sure it's like I've, I've seen a few games do that and it's quite a fair, it's you know it's a solution it's not a brilliant one but it's a solution i mean i thought it was like it was just because there's it was so much hard fails where it's just like if you right. do the exact thing that said you'd rather it just give you an f or something well no it's not even that it's just like if you want to tutorial something like this don't make it a thing that you can't repeat Easily. organically right <laughs> don't or, make it a hard fail and then restart the mission oh right like you'd, you'd want it to sort of put you back just at the start of the thing it was trying to teach you yeah or like, like, so it puts or, you back or like have start. some kind of looping mechanic where it's like oh, more enemies spawn or like it loops yeah. you back onto a different bit of level or something yeah do that again you didn't get it do it again it's just all the hard fails and it, because it was a mission it puts you right back to the start of the well, I, I don't know. I guess that zipline was literally the first thing in that mission. So that, right. <laughs> also, the you know loading doesn't help when it has to reset you. Oh, so it's not not quick at the reset. No. Ah. the loading can be a bit. There's, a, there's been a couple of times where I've been considering where like you once you unlock the ability to fast travel between safe houses. There's been a couple of times where I've been thinking. Would it be faster to fast travel there or run there? Wow. <laughs> Would the loading pause be longer than the time it take me to just fucking run? Huh. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's when you've got some problems. Well, but, you could say that's actually an advantage because then you get to do more than running. Play the game, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Still, that sounds technically problematic. And you know, there's a few random bits of polish that are weird, and maybe engine. Like when you're looking at yourself in reflections, your hair jiggles around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in a very unnatural way. It's not just like jiggling motion it's like the hair isn't really fully attached to your head some of the time <laughs> and also there's just like ran there's like sometimes those reflections where like this wall is clearly reflective but i'm not reflected in it for no apparent reason hmm. there's one particularly bad example of that where you come out of a safe, safe safe house into a corridor and the wall opposite you is fully reflective well it's not like a mirror it's like blue reflective plate paint plaint mm. <laughs> plaint and you're clearly not reflected in it mm. and it's like it's directly in your vision so it's really obvious that you're not reflected in it it's like why would you not you did a lot of other reflections yeah, elsewhere aren't we at the point where that shouldn't be a problem with with rendering solutions oh and speaking yeah. of other things that were a terrible first impression there's a bit in the tutorial running section where you swing into a glass window and it does that dramatic thing where it's like slows down so you see yourself in reflection mm. before you bust through and the glass breaking effect is fucking terrible <laughs> i don't know why it's so bad it's like they just forgot how to render glass shards so is it something you can't that all right like we've, so we've got you're running on pc we've obviously got to ask the, the proper questions here i guess it's like is it because can your system how, how are the higher the settings like well it doesn't seem to have settings it just runs at whatever <laughs> Okay. 
So is there a possibility that it's down set it set something down on the fly that is making stuff look a bit crappy? I mean, maybe even not not like it didn't look like it was badly rendered. It just looked like a bad effect. <laughs> right. Well, shit. yeah. And if, well, could that be an effect set to low? Is what I mean. You know. I don't know. And there was a bit later on where, like, a glass panel broke as you jump on, jump onto it, and you fall down onto a lower level. But mm. all the glass shards went straight through the floor that you landed on, oh, which weird. was also glass. So you could actually see them fall through it. That's a little. I was like, why? Why would you? It's like you forgot how to make glass. Yeah. It's weird that like there's a lot of glass so, in that game, and ninety percent of it is unbreakable, and also quite a lot of it is like too transparent. Like there's a lot of times where I'll jump towards a thing that I think is an open thing. It's like, oh wait, there's glass, donk, and they just fall off. <laughs> it's like, well, thanks. That's actually kind of funny. They need some of those safety strips, like yeah, right, yeah. glass doors have, where yeah. it's like just put a line across the middle of them so you can see that it's a thing, <laughs> not an opening. Or change your shiny shader model. But yeah, you know, it's a fine game. I guess it's not terrible, and it doesn't run that badly considering my system's not amazing. It just, you know, you haven't filled me with a great deal of happiness in this in this discussion. I don't think it does, does it? Because oh, I, I, I still stand by that Mirror's Edge as a concept, yeah, as a piece of art and as a piece of music and as a piece of you know all that stuff. I still think is fantastic. I've just always been a bit like, oh, the actual game didn't quite come together as well as your vision. Um, feels. Yeah. Um, I think the like the running and stuff in the game actually does work better than the original. It was good because I was going to has... cover that. Like, how does how does the control? How does it feel? I mean, like, it still does... essentially controls exactly the same. It still has the up and down jump and crouch essentially buttons. And well, it's slightly weird that you know, I I guess it's acceptable because it's a prequel, but you don't start with all the skills. Like, okay. you, you don't start with the role. You have to unlock. Oh, the okay, role. interesting. <laughs> I guess that gives you some. If they're going for a longer game, I guess that gives you something to. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a prequel. So yeah, they can excuse her not knowing everything immediately. Yeah, she's still learning. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the actual transversal works. Almost. Traversal. It's traversal. God damn it! <laughs> she's going transverse. You've done it twice. <laughs> Three times. But it's like it works just fine most of the time. I mean, there were a couple of times where it's like I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> like I jammed myself into a corner of a ventilation shaft and got stuck somehow. <laughs> but you know, it's fine. There's only the only other problem with it really is that the like kill height where you just die. Right, yeah. That's the sort of fall plane. Yeah, the fall the fall yeah. damage distance is like Sometimes it's literally the height between two buildings, and it's like they, that's just like another failing of level design. Where they put this building where it's like, oh, I can just jump off here down to that lower one. It's like, no, it's just slightly too far, and you just mm. die. <laughs> it's like, that's just, you shouldn't have made it available to be able to jump off there yeah, <laughs> if you're just going to kill me. Looks like a perfectly valid route. It's just like, this looks fine, I'll make that. Oh, no, wait. That is actually the worst, right? In any full damage, any game with full damage, where it's sort of like, yeah, it looks like I can make this. Oh no! Wait, like yeah, that that whole feeling where it's like, oh no, I, I can't. I'm not just like even seriously injured or something like that. It's like, oh no, that's just a straight kill. Yeah. Damn it! Oh, what? 
trying to think what it was. There was one game where that was a real problem for me, where it was just like, oh, I'll jump off this ledge here, it'll be fine. Oh, no, I'm dead. And now I've got to go back quite a long <laughs> way. One of the Assassin's Creed. It might be. And then, so just to sum up the last part of this Mirror's Edge discussion is the story, not to go into spoilers or anything, but like, so it's a prequel yeah. to the original game. It's like, how much do you remember of the original game story, really? I remember it not being very good. <laughs> it's like your sister is a cop, and then you're like, That's you right. and her are like both framed for murdering some guy yeah. who's semi important for some reason. And then you have to rescue your sister. Because she actually yeah, gets called in or something, but you're a runner, so you know. <laughs> yeah, well, she's a cop you. and you're a runner, yeah. right? And then, like, you both just turn up at this place where there's a denting. So, like, the story of this game is supposed to be like Faith's backstory, like mm. how it doesn't really. So the first game had flashbacks to like her as a child, where she's like her parents were killed in the riots and stuff. Yeah, and, and then she's being trained in that weird R2D2 head. Yeah, like bunker thing. Yeah, the bunker place. And it's like that's fine. That still makes sense. They do some more of the flashbacks in this one, where it's like it goes slightly more into detail, and there's a few audio logs surrounding that time period. Okay. But like, but so this is after that still. Wait, yeah, it's after her childhood. Sure. Well, I mean, after after any of the flashbacks we saw in. Yeah, I guess. I mean, she's still only a child in all the days, really, isn't she? Sort of. Well, they don't. They don't really show anything in the middle, which is where this game takes place. I okay. guess in the first game. Yeah. But like, so you're going through this story, which is tangentially related to her it's like she just happens to be in the right place at the right time to do a thing mm. which is fine but like the bits of her backstory by the end of this game it doesn't match up with the first game right <laughs> virtually at all like you it's a full on retcon basically well no but it's you know it's not meant to be a retcon it's meant to be a prequel mm. I don't like they weren't trying to set it up for a new original Mirror Edge but it's just like, I don't understand how it got from the point at the end of this game to the point of the start of the next game. Because some things make perfect sense. Like, she's a runner. She At the end of this game, she gets that tattoo on her arm, that weird okay, like, fine. grid thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that That actually is important, that, like, pattern. Yeah, okay. Except that's not even really explained. It's just, it's important. Right. <laughs> and you want it. And, and then you get it, and then you tattoo it on your arm. <laughs> okay. And it's not really... Relevant in the, the first game in any way. No, like, it's not yeah. relevant in the, to the story of the first game. And like, so some bits make sense. Like she's a runner, and then in the, I think there's another runner you meet right at the start of the game. He's called Icarus, and that's the name of the guy in the bunker in the sec- in the original. Right? He's Icarus. I have no idea. I think that is. I seem to remember that name. So yeah, like he's in this game as a runner, and then at some point he becomes like the you know radio guy i guess whatever you want to call yeah. that the runner commander so maybe it is before <laughs> yeah but that, the, the timeline doesn't tie up there i'm not sure i'm not sure we, maybe we don't because it wasn't i'm not sure he was a runner right it was just comms guy well i don't think they go very much into his background in the original game really no he's just not. he's just there because mm. at the start of this game there's a basically another guy filling that role <laughs> and okay. it's like and it's like He's the he's the other version of this dude, except this dude is also here, and it's like, well, this guy isn't going to survive the end of this game, then is he? <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> and then you know, there's a few other references, mainly in audio logs, to like the characters that appear in the same game, like Celeste, oh, sure. the other yeah, runner yeah. girl, 
Yeah. She she's referenced in a few audio logs. I think there's audio logs that are her talking and stuff. Mm. It's like it's fine, but yeah, the major plot points at the end of the game don't line up very well at all. Right. Especially related to your sister. Okay. I can only imagine. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't go any further than that. I don't think. No. Uh, so yeah. Anyway. What's, what's the music like? Does it have a sick theme tune? Well, I was really expecting to just hear the Still Alive song again, but remix, but they didn't seem to do that. Or, mm. or, or alternatively, they did so subtly that I didn't recognize it. Right. Because <laughs> I don't really remember the chorus of the original, where it's like, you know, you just need that Still piano. Alive, etc., yeah. etc. <laughs> it's that piano bit. Is yeah, that, is, exactly. Is, is, is the Mirror's Edge thing. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't really recognize it if they did slip it in. But, you know, the music's all right. Oh, also, <laughs> the most important thing to mention... The credit sequence is fucking long. It's like Ubisoft levels of long. What was, the, what was the game I actually had to walk away? It was Assassin's Creed, wasn't it? <laughs> Assassin's Creed We've been one of these Ubisoft games. Yes. Assassin's Creed 3's credit sequence is unbelievable. I mean, this one it has the it has like one minute music loops, which is just a bad start. There's several different tracks, I guess you'd call them, that loop a couple of times and then it moves on to another one. But like they're not long enough, and he loops a lot. But then, so like by the time I thought this is taking forever, and looked at the clock, I didn't know when I when it had started. But then, from the point where I thought this is taking forever to the end, it was still another ten minutes. Oh my god, <laughs> it's too long. So it's at least fifteen to twenty minutes of just credits. Just too long. And I also thought it was funny when it gets to the towards the end of the credits, and it just had to have all the like open source licensing. Right, because yeah. it's just like it just yeah. puts the whole fucking legal document in the credits, where what? like all the like. Have you, you not seen not that distribute. before? Though, yeah, you so, must yeah. not distribute all that. And, and for every one of the open source things they use, there was like five of them. <laughs> I mean, I know they have to put those in the game, but they don't have to be in the credits. They, but I've seen them in the have credits to be in before, the credits. which is quite weird. Wow, oh, it's like, where else are you going to put a huge amount of five times? That's really dumb. The actual problem with why this credit sequence takes so long is it does like it doesn't. It's not a scrolling credit sequence. It's like segmented, right. so it like zooms to each of the little credit segments. So they tried, they tried to stylize it. Yeah, but like some of those where it's like only two names, it spends too long on them. So it like there's a minimum amount of time it stays on each credit. So sometimes it's only two names, and sometimes it's an entire page. It's like a fixed transition. Yeah, yeah. takes too long, so it just lengthens it unnecessarily. And it's not exactly an interesting credit sequence to look at. So, like, here's the white map of the city. Mm. You know, that weird stylized white block style map sure. that they have. And it just zooms around from various angles of it mm. as the credits appear. And takes 20 minutes. So, yeah. Good times. That's real dumb. So, it's an okay game. Um, I saw a also, review. were there really that many people working on it? Apparently. <laughs> I saw a review that said it was 7 out of 10. And... I think it's maybe an eight. <laughs> so, so seven to an eight. Uh, it, it, your review feels like a seven. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, I'd skipped some stuff that may have made it better. Like I skipped all the time trial stuff, essentially, so I didn't see any of that yet. Okay, well, yeah. Well, you, there's more to come then, basically. Yeah. yeah. We're not we're not done with Mirror's Edge Catalyst just yet. Yeah, there's collectibles to get. Chips to pull out of things. I I still actually haven't seen any of that, so I haven't seen any footage from anywhere. So, um, I know I know nothing. It has the classic collectible problem of like it has an animation that you see every time you pick up a thing. 
Okay. Like, get the security chip so you open a panel and then you pull for some reason one of these eight chips out and then look at it for a moment and then put it away. Or there's another type of chip where you rip a panel off and you pull the chip out and you look at it and twist it in your fingers and then put it away. It's the same animation every time. You always got to look at the chip. Make sure it's the right one. <laughs> there's only one that you can pull out. <laughs> Apart from that other one where there's eight and you only take one for some reason. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with Canned animations, they can only animate so much. But well, there's nothing wrong with them apart from the fact that you, you know there's like fucking hundreds of these things. Mm. You're going to see that animation a lot, mm. and it you know it takes time. <laughs> you know, they a classic problem with collectibles. My mind immediately went to gutting animals in Red Dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did you eat? If only you could skip it somehow. Maybe you can. Maybe there's maybe there's a glitch like that in Red Dead. Like if you like slide into the <laughs> into the activation zone and quickly press E or something. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Alright, cool. What else you got? What else I got? Uh, well, there's a few other briefings I've been playing. Uh, that game, Kriya, came out properly, oh, supposedly. Out, right. Supposedly. Although, honestly, it doesn't look that much different. So, you know. It's a version one that in as much as you know, the developer says he's going to keep working on it, but really? But, but it's out of early access, is what you're saying. Yeah. So we played some more of that, and, you know, it doesn't seem that much different from when we played it in early access. There's a bit more lore, which is good, I guess, if you if you like lore, and certain things are slightly better balanced and more stable, but it still has... I am the lore. It still has some bugs, like the one that I have, where my sound just stops working. <laughs> so that's still there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of sucky. So yeah, we only played a little bit of that, but I expect we'll play a bit more of that before we decide whether we're going to continue playing that. Is it one of those ones, give it a few months, see if he's actually updating it, and if he is, maybe stick with it. But Well, you know, it's never going to be Terraria. <laughs> sure. It's always going to be a sub one of those. Any news on Starbound or Terraria 2? Starbound's still meant to be coming out soon. Really? They still, have, they still haven't said anything more about this. It's Everyone's waiting for this next patch. Right. And it's going to be the release essentially mm. but no one really knows when it's going to happen they've talked about various things that, that you know last minute additions okay seem like last minute additions but have probably been there for a while in the background that they've been working on yeah maybe just things they haven't been able to finish until now yeah so you know that's coming soon ish okay and, yeah there might be another factorio patch shortly but that's not still that's like point one for anything <laughs> That's not going to be for release. No, I was about to say, did we talk about Kerbal's engine change? But yeah, I think we did, didn't we? Like, 64 bit. Yeah. yeah. I played a little bit of that. I had been holding off because I heard it was quite buggy. And when I went and played it, it seemed like it was still had some problems. Okay. Apparently wheels are a big problem, but it also extends to like the new... Phys- I don't know how changing their engine this much fucked up all the physics of like landing gears but it really did like i had a rocket and i landed on like a tripod of landing legs and it just started wobbling like crazy like (laughs) and i was like well that's weird (laughs) pretty sure i shouldn't be doing that (laughs) and also i don't know about like when they did this upgrade they also like redid the ui like it's a completely rebuilt user interface just sort of looks the same. I don't know, it just looks kind of worse for some reason. Like, something about, like, the edges or something, it just looks, like, kind of cheaper in some way, Mm. which is weird. 
It's, it's distinctly better. Like you can pick up panels and move them around and stuff more freely than you used to be able to. And like you can lock pin them. So if you want, if you want an overlay that tells you like your engine temperature, you can hover over the engine so it appears and then just pin it so you can have it on screen at all times. Yeah, cool. A little line that points to the engine. Hmm. That kind of stuff. It's better, but it just looks kind of worse. Hmm. Maybe it's a problem with my UI scaling or something because they now that you have proper UI scaling, I think they might like oh, well, not. Maybe it's blurring it. Yeah, it's like blurring it or not smoothing it correctly. Right. Or maybe maybe it just needs the ability to turn off anti-aliasing on the UI as opposed to the main render field, doesn't yeah. it? Or maybe it's because I'm running it in a full screen, not a full screen window. I'm running it in a window that fills my screen. <laughs> right. <that's> it. <laughs> so it's not actually a oh, proper right. resolution. So that if you ran it like a full screen, that maybe it might scale out. Or maybe well, that could actually be it, right? That they've designed it at a higher resolution than you're used to running the game. And so when it scales down, it blurs a bit. Yeah. Or because, like, you know, it's, I'm not running it in a monitor resolution resolution. I'm running it in a slightly squash resolution because my yeah, taskbar yeah, yeah. is still there. <laughs> yeah, that, sounds, that, that does sound plausible. So I don't know. That's cool. Um, yeah, that's basically it. I played a tiny bit of Factorio in Minecraft because I'm still playing those games. Minecraft got quite a big update recently. Did it? Which, as usual, was my prompt to go back in and... See what's going on and then not do any of the new stuff and <laughs> yep. do some more mods. Yeah, well, no, no mods. I went into a vanilla and I was like, maybe this time will be the time I'll complete it. But then I started doing that the day before Mirror's Edge arrived and it was like, well, that's not going to happen, but I'll have this on standby for half a Mirror's Edge. And then Korea came out, so maybe that's still not going to happen. Uh, yeah. But yeah, new, new Minecraft stuff, new Factorio stuff is coming. So, so what is the new Minecraft stuff, or do you know? Uh, there was a few... Oh, what was it? There was some weird rebalancing. Uh, it's been like two versions of Minecraft since I last played. There's been like mm. point nine. No, wait, I must have played after point nine because I played release. Wait, release wasn't one, was it? It was weird. It's like 1.1 now, and it's like right. there's been a few things. Like now, in like in the end, there's cities, like Enderman cities, I guess. Yeah. So there's new blocks and stuff in there, mm. and various other bits and pieces. Endermans? Oh, and the Enderman. Yeah, sorry, I was getting confused with the exploders. So like the exploders build cities. <laughs> the creeps. Creeps, yeah. Yeah, oh, I remember what the major difference is in this version of Minecraft since I lost I played. They've given you like an offhand slot, so now instead of just having the sword and blocking, you actually equip a shield and block with that, and it's a separate item. That's quite a major change. And some of the other, like, they rebalance some of the other tools to be used as weapons. Like, axes are an actual weapon now, so Mm. they do a lot more damage than swords, they just swing slower. Mm. And, like, every weapon has a, or I think every weapon has, like, a special attack that where if you just do the Minecraft thing and roughly tap the button and swing like crazy, mm. that is just like the default attack. But if you wait for the bar to fill up, it does like a like the sword has a sweep that hits and more hits like an area in front of you instead of a single target. Okay, right. So it's got like a slight subtle mm. timing element to the attacking. Yeah, that sounds cool. Little things, little things. Yeah. But yeah, still like start a fresh game in Minecraft. It's like, well here we go again. Mm. Let's go down a cave, find some iron, get some gold, go to Never Port, go to Never, <laughs> get the bits you need out of Never to make potions, go to the end. Except that's where I've never got past. <laughs> I've never mm. got past the go to the end part of this whole process. <laughs> I know what's there. I've seen it in a lot of videos. That's 
Minecraft is still Minecraft. Yeah, sure is. That's pretty much what I do. A lot of stuff. Well, yeah, because I know I know exactly what you haven't been playing, goddammit. It's like, come join me in Overwatch oh, land. So that's what I haven't been playing instead of that. Team mm. Fortress. Oh, for the love of... <laughs> I'm a bad Team Fortress. It's yeah. still good. Well, yeah, of course it is, but... And the rebalance that I thought was going to screw me didn't really. I thought you they... were telling me about the rebalance, and I it rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. It sounds like they, they've... Some of it sounds just a little too complex. It's like, I'm sure it all balances out. But well, it's like, not any more complex than it was. Uh, it's just you didn't really know how complex... It, they've been a bit more explicit like, about the complexity. Sure. I just sort of... There's, there's bits where they're like, you know, they're talking about the degreaser and now it's like got swap in and swap out times are different to each other and like they've nerfed some of that, the element of that combo and and then bring stuff in. It's like, oh, it's sort of... There's so much going on now that I sort of care less. And it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not barely got any more complicated. Uh, I, don't, yeah, than it was. I, don't, I don't know. You just haven't been paying attention for a long time. Yeah, maybe. All. It's not like well, it's like it's not like there's even any new weapons. No. If there was new actual weapons that did different things, then it would Full be like new mechanics. But then almost that's way more interesting because they're sort of separate <laughs> rather than changing more interesting, the... but it's still more like abrupt. To, mm. You can't just go back in and get hit by it and not know what's going on. That's like that's when you're like, "What is that new weapon?" I better go look that up rather than just being like, "That's that same weapon and it works more or less in the same way as it always." Maybe, but then maybe that in itself is a problem now. Like you know, the fact that you can't just go in and work it out. Well, they're not worried about adding new weapons any longer. I don't think they've reached the point where it's yeah, just modes, maps, and yeah, and balance and skins. <laughs> Been any, any more maps recently? Or? Well, there's still sort of. There's been a couple in this last update, I think. A couple of payloads, a couple of weird mode ones. But then they're mainly working on their weird, like, I can't remember what it's called. Like, man, manpower? Oh, what, the, um, the, the horde mode? No, that's man versus machine. Right. There's, like, another mode called, I think it's manpower. Is the mission? Thing? No, because the. Potions were man versus machine as well, weren't they? That's all the reason why you the had the flask, flask. Yeah, that one. Okay. There have been other. There's like the weird way you get the CS skin unlock thing, where you get a special item that tracks your whatever you're doing missions. Oh, right. Yeah. That but is. that's separate as well. Yeah. I think manpower is like it sounds. I've never actually seen it or played it, but you have like a grappling hook, so you can like grab and pull yourself around, and then it's some okay. kind of a, some kind of attack defend thing with like objectives like. NPCs you have to attack and kill, like there's robots or something. Weird. I don't know anything about that mode. I've never played it. Is it like a raid? Or no, it's still team versus team. I think. So I don't really know. Titanfall. They tried to put Titanfall into. I guess. I guess that's the thing to do. Team Team Fall Two. I don't think it's quite as like. There's only like one or two NPCs, not like a like constant stream. Yeah, yeah. Not like a creep. Oh, so is it more? More like uh, Warzone in Halo in Maybe. some ways. I, uh, yeah. Maybe without the cards, but I don't really know. But yeah, grappling hooks supposedly. Weird. But yeah, I've never got into that. And then they've also more more recently than that even started trying to introduce like what they call competitive. No. Oh. <laughs> where it's a six versus six mode. Right. So it locks you into a team, and then you play a certain number of rounds against an opposing team, and then it presumably kicks you back out and pulls in some new teams. Well, that's kind of cool. That's a way of, I don't know, 
forcing people to play properly. Yeah, I guess. But do you want that, really? Um, from my experiences in Overwatch, yes, I, I want that. <laughs> Even in Deep Fortress, though? Mm, to a point, because like, there are... Team Fortress suffers... In some ways, these class-based shooters suffer more from like the problems of casuals because you're just like like it's not like a little bit like CS where it's like okay everyone's still a dude in CS <laughs> yeah, but- and you could just be bad. Whereas like in in like Overwatch and Team Fortress, it's like if you have a team that just like the guy that is terrible at playing a class and doesn't switch and well, yeah, but that's white and and that's- you know doesn't try and all oh, the team composition is bad and no one's switching to sort it out. But that's so why it just, works in Team Fortress because you have enough players that it doesn't matter so much. When you're in a six-on-six like in Team Fortress competitive and you have one person who's bad, that's more bad because it's more yeah, of the portion of your team. What is, what is Team Fortress normally 10-on-10? 10 10 or... Well, it's typically servers are like up to 16-on-16. 16 16. Okay. Or sometimes more or less. More 12 versus 12 nowadays. Mm. The Valve servers are all 24 players. Oh, yeah, it always was 12, wasn't it? Yeah. And that was one thing that I saw when I was talking to people on forums about Overwatch. Was just like they were, people compare it to Team Fortress, obviously, because you know yeah, it's like it's class, it's class based shooter with but, payload. But like they, someone was saying that it's like Overwatch has solved the zero sum shooter problem of like kill to death ratio and all that stuff by well, not showing it. <laughs> I, I do like that they don't show it. Sure, I mean that's good. Yeah, but it's like they were saying that like it solved Team Fortress's problems, and it's like. It hasn't so much solved them as avoided them by only having six people and having this like well, very contained. It's made them different. I wouldn't say it's even avoided them. I just think it's made them different. Well, I mean, that's avoiding them in a way. It's, yeah, I guess it's avoiding, <laughs> it's avoiding the specific. It's avoiding problems those problems, but yeah, but creating others. Um, so I still like. Okay, let's talk Overwatch. Some yeah, more. it's like I, I, I. I still feckin' love that game. I'm still highly addicted, and I'm still like, "Come on, Zach, get your ass in here! It's awesome. Join, join the party." Uh, yeah, but the update. Well, at least one. Yeah. Well, we know there's two updates coming fairly soon. Like McCree is getting a nerf. That's not an update. That's a balance. <laughs> yeah. Change. It's, it's okay. Uh, there's two balance changes coming. Then McCree, McCree is getting a bit of a nerf, and Diva is getting a buff of some kind. For some reason, um, I don't think she needs a damage output is real crappy unless you're right next to someone. Well, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, but then her survivability isn't high enough well, to, to allow problem. you to get close to people and do that stuff. I um, think their actual problem is that they chose to make the headshots like literally the head, and the mech has a giant head. <laughs> sure. Essentially. Yeah. It's, it is just like a giant head, so it's a giant hit zone, and it's like right in. Eyeline. Yeah, from, from there was an interview that IGN did with their like one of their lead designers and stuff like that, and it's like they're not quite sure what to do about DV yet, but they do agree that she's underpowered right now, um, which I'm looking forward to because she's actually one of the most fun characters to play as. Like, I, I really enjoy playing as her, but at the same time, it's she. It is so easy to get owned by a decent any decent character. They should like, just change her. Change her boost skill to be more like Farrah's fly skill, so you can save it and have it recharge over time, rather than having it just be a skill that then has a cooldown. Because then that would mean you could actually get in and out more uh, effectively when you wanted to. Maybe. So if someone was rolling up on you and you wanted to retreat, you could still do it immediately without having to wait sometimes for the cooldown. Sometimes it's not even that though. It's just like yeah, like she's got like the same health I think as most of the tanks, but 
there's something about her that just means she just go either draws fire or just goes down real quick. Or, or you, you then try and get close to someone to do damage, and you have you literally have to be right in front of their face for those shotguns to be effective. And it's um or fusion cannons, but they're basically shotguns. Yeah. And it's like they're not like Reaper is actually way more effective as a shotgunner than Diva, and that and and Roadhog well, I, like is way like... more effective than Diva as a shotgunner, and like that. Her cannons just aren't good well, at that. I don't know. It feels like Reaper Reaper is more accurate, like the tighter spread with the shotgun. It, it is. And Roadhog mm. is more damage per shot but slower fire rate. So yeah. theoretically, those those three should all be balanced, but Diva still comes off worse than those yeah, two. Yeah, she does come off worse. Um, yeah, I think the, the, it, it sounds like they're not quite sure which element to do, whether damage or survivability or a bit of both. It's like they're not sure yet. We but... could just give her a small shield, maybe. <coughs> I mean, she already has health and armor. When she, so and, <laughs> and she has the defense matrix as well. Oddly. Sure, but I meant like a recharging shield. I'm not sure that would necessarily help that much. No, it's it's the when you're in the thick of it, she's not very good. I don't like, think she's mentally. That's the trouble. I, she's classed as a tank, but I don't think she's that much of a tank. I, I, I think in some ways that's actually part of the problem. It's like, what is her role as a character? Like, it's not. It's not that clear how you should be using her. In fact, some of the best games I've had have just been using the boost to push people off cliffs. That's fun. <laughs> well, I mean, all of the push mechanics in that game, theoretically, yeah. are good for that. But because hers is controllable, you can like really, really annoy a lot of people. Just play Lucia and oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and do the do the do the audio push off. Yeah, that's fun. But yeah, I, I'm still having a really good time with that game. But like, it does suffer from. Team composition is like the biggest reason why you lose a lot of the time. You'll just get on a team and it's like they'll just all pick who they want to play as rather than worry about like, you know, guys, we might actually need a healer. Seriously? Oh, you're going to make me switch again, aren't you? You bastards. They don't make you switch. No, but it's like you just just know that you're not going to be able to succeed unless you do or like you're going to have a harder time getting through. And then, and then because the game doesn't have like, I think it needs some of like the, the, the uh, like, you know how TF2 had like a lot of servers have like unofficial like class limits and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. oh, limit of two snipers, something like that. I think Overwatch could really benefit from that. Like, well, that has going against a team of six Torbjorns, like with six turrets, and as soon as they get destroyed, it's like because you don't need like metal to build a turret in Overwatch, you just plonk it down when, when your last one gets destroyed. Um, and the cooldown's very short. Um, in order to do that, and the build time isn't very long. It's just like you can. Are you sure you don't need metal? Because no. you need metal to make the armor. Yeah, you need metal it's... to make armor, but to make a turret, you don't need it. Um, do you need it to upgrade the turret though to two? I don't even think you do because you can do it right at the start. I mean, like you presumably just, just... you start with metal. No, you start with zero. <laughs> you just plonk it down and well, bash it with well, a hammer, and then it... you must start with metal because then you can create armor packs straight away. You can't. No, you need to kill someone. You need to go find a corpse to get metal to. But make armor. You can't do it straight away. I don't know. I felt like it definitely needed metal to upgrade that turret. Maybe it's a cha- Maybe it's changed. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure you don't. Um, and then, yeah, you just go against a team of six Torbjorns. That's impossible. I've never seen anyone defeat that. You just need to. I've seen, seen people complain about it, but apparently that's not a problem. Once you break it, once you break it, you just go in because they can't do shit. <laughs> you just need to have a coordinated sniper assault to take out enough of the turrets, and then ultimate. To, fit, to push them back so they can't rebuild fast enough. Yeah. 
but it is really hard, and the team needs to be coordinated. Which against a bunch of randoms, that's not going to happen. It's like it's yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. Um, I, I think a, a, a class limit would be great. Like maybe two, maybe three. Yes, but that's stop what there. everyone's been arguing about. Where it's just like if you put a class limit on, that's just going to force people to play to play shit they don't want, and then they'll just quit. <laughs> But that's where competitive mode comes in because they are bringing a competitive mode sure. to the game. But we don't know whether that's going to have class in it yet. Um, I don't think it does. I think it plays like the normal yeah, game. I imagine it's like, like it's, they're not going to put more effort in no. immediately. See, I'd be really interested in uh, whether or not they would go full Dota on this thing, right? And have like picks and bans. And maybe not necessarily the fact that teams can't have the same character. Maybe they wouldn't be able to do that. Well, I don't think because you'd be limited as to your healers, for instance. Like, well, I suppose there are three. All the healers. I suppose there are. Yeah, exactly. I suppose there are three healers, well, but you know, it's not really. There's like two really. Well, Mercy, Lucio, and Zenyatta counts as a healer. Barely. His heal is so awkward. It's not that bad. You have to have line of sight constantly. So does Mercy. Yeah, but she's right behind them constantly. <laughs> That's where she's meant to be. And it's much easier to lose the line of sight for the ball because you're not concentrating on... You don't have a oh, visual no, you don't, you don't, beam. You don't, you don't need the, to keep line of sight. Once you ball, when the ball is on someone, they can go do whatever the hell no, they want. No, they can't. Once they go out of line of sight, it disappears after a short time. Yeah. For the heel ball, at least. Dispel, the other ball, the anti-ball, that lasts like when they go out of line of sight. <laughs> no, I've never, never noticed that. Just chuck a ball on someone and they, they keep getting healed. Never mind. Maybe I am accidentally keeping an eye on it. I don't know. Yeah, it dep- I guess yeah. it depends what level you're on. Yeah. If you're on an attack defense and you're trying to get to the point, you're probably in line of sight with people most of the time. Yeah, can't say I would notice that as a problem. But then I don't play Zenyatta very much. No, I find it. him real. I find him real difficult. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I think that it has those problems. But yeah, I'm really excited to see what they do with that game, like how they keep it going, and I hope the frequency of updates is fast. I know Blizzard aren't known for that. But I hope they pull a Splatoon on it, you know, something like that. Keep it, keep it going pretty quick. And then... No one can pull a Splatoon because Splatoon, the data already existed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That's not technically a fast update cycle. That's just unlocking. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 I want to see. I do want to see what they do with it because it is, it it is holding my interest way more than I th- it, kind of way more than I thought it would. But then also, I'm so glad it is like. I wanted to shoot it like this. It's it's weird. It's filling the space that I think games like Plants vs. Zombies did in my head. Sure. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. It's real good. What does Kippers have to say about it? Uh, I, I think he's he's into it. He has that, that similar reservations to me that he's, well, he, he's, he's doing what Kippers normally does and thinks like every character needs a change. Sure. Um, uh, I think he has way more of a problem with things like Bastions and Hanzo's alt and things like that, and like some of the cheaper tactics of the game. Um, but I'm not, I, and you know, the more I've played it, the less I've had problems with things like that. I think one of the ma- one of the weird things that I, when I was thinking about, well, when I was thinking about the comparison between Overwatch and Team Fortress, and I realised that for some reason <laughs> they made their medic character also German. <laughs> yeah, which was just like that's. That's getting a bit more direct in there, Riffon, once you realise that. It's like, it's literally also a German. At least some of the other ones, even if they have a similar archetype, they've like mixed the race around a little bit. Like, hey, we've got a demo man, but that's the Australian now. Yes. Uh, 
Actually, do they have a Scott? I don't think they have a Scott. No, I don't think so. Um, you have a British, of course. I, I suppose Torbjorn's accent weirdly does Something sound a little Norway. bit Scottish in a strange way, like you know, like like movie Vikings. Sure. But when I was thinking about that, it's like one of the things that I think was a slightly weird design choice is they make it so when the opposing team doesn't alt, if that character oh. has a native language, they say it in their native language so you can tell between them. Which well, actually just generally different on both sides, right? Like so the yeah, if the enemy team fires an ult, you tend to hear a different sound to if it's fired on by your own team. Well, except generally for the characters that speak English, and the trouble is, it's like the ones that speak English, oh, no, they, they say a different phrase. Not always. Like like, soldier, like high noon soldier. Will, oh <laughs> yeah, high, high, yeah. It's high noon is the same for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and um, they're justice raised from above. That's pretty much the same. Yeah, uh, I mean, people like soldier, for instance, where it's like I've got you in my sights is like his enemy version, and he'll say tactical visor engaged when he's on your team. I don't think um, I've ever heard him say that on the on the friendly team. I've only ever heard I've got him on my sides. Uh, it does, it does, I mean, if you're playing as him... Well, sure, he says a different thing. Then he'll say one or the other, yeah. I think. Um, but it, you know, th- there's definitely a split. But yeah, it's oh, the- I think May is another character that always shouts the same thing. That sort of Korea... No, she's Chinese. And, or where, who, where is she from? Um, Maybe Chinese. Wichita, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, she says a thing. Mm. It's like, I think they... like. It was a good idea, except the ones that they did it on are the ones that were irrelevant. It's like, you don't really need to be aware of Mercy. It works for Hanzo, where it's like, when you hear the Japanese, you know dragons are coming. <laughs> Whereas mm. if you hear him say, taste the dragon or whatever, he says on, the other, on your team, you know it's your side. Uh, the dragon consumes you, yeah. is what he says on your side. It's like, that one's fine. Taste the but dragon. They didn't... <laughs> taste <laughs> the dragon. Like... Taste, taste the rainbow, taste the dragon. But they didn't do it for the ones where it actually matters, like Junkrat's Tyre and McCree. Oh, no, no, Junkrat will say something different on your team. But also in English. Like. Also, he says, like, gentlemen, start your engines when he's on your team or something like that. And where he's on the enemy time, he's just like, fire in the hole! But it's really just, loudly. But it's just a yelly, shouty thing that sounds like, you know, it's not distinct. It's not like well, German. You know when that's happening. It's terribly, the way she says, yeah. Like, it's like a... I don't know, it's, it's the volume, I think, that makes it so you can tell. Well, I mean... Like, because the enemy ones are really loud. Well, it's not normalised, essentially, by distance. No, so no, Wherever no. they are, you always you hear always it. You always hear it, which is, which is kind of great. But then that's, like, that's why it... it but then some of the less important ults, like Tracer's yeah. Pulse Bomb oh. or Roadhog's Whole Hog... Well, he you doesn't do, even barely have a sound of anyone. He barely has an ult, to be honest. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, 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 don't, you don't really hear them. It's, it's like, it seemed like a good idea... Except they they just didn't go all the way with it for some reason. Like when you hear it's high noon, you automatically uh, think, "Oh shit, I should get the cover, cover." But it could be your own team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I think most most of it. I think the for the, for the great majority, that sound design is amazing. Like it's it's really good, and you can tell what's going on and. Yeah, it is, it is the, the the subtle changes. Whilst not always consistent, and maybe they'll improve that after over over time, like in how they do that enemy friendly stuff. It's just so good, like you know, little things like it's odd when you when you first think about it because like a tip comes up saying the noises that enemies make will be way louder than the noises your team are making. Um, well, it mainly references footsteps. Yeah, things like things like footsteps and gun noises and stuff like that. They're all. Uh, the balance is all adjusted so you can hear them more than your team, which 
is obviously nonsense, but in terms of game awareness, is fantastic. That might not be complete nonsense in the Overwatch universe. They might have some kind of some kind noise cancelling yeah. for their own team or whatever. They, they, yeah, they could do that. Uh, yeah, I really want to get better at like you know broadening the range of characters I think I'm good at. I cannot play Hanzo for shit. I don't know why. I'm just terrible. It's like easy mode. It's like it's just like the default It's just like yeah. the hit zone is gigantic. I know, but I'd like it never seems to work that way when I'm playing as him. It just always seems to like oh come on, that must have hit. Like just sort of that kind of logic. The main just, problem I had with him was it seemed harder to get headshots. For some reason, the headshot zone seemed smaller than the actual normal hit marks. Yeah, I play way better as Widow than I do Hanzo. Um, I play, yeah, I have a good time with Widow most of the time. Like Farah, for some reason, I'm the rocket launcher character. I'm kind of crappy with. I only tried that like once, and I it seemed like the splash damage zone was tiny. Oh, the splash damage, even the like visual effect. Yeah, splash damage is tiny. Um, on her, like she really benefits from direct hit, or you know, just staying alive until she can barrage. Um, uh, yeah, a few, a few of the actual sort of more attacky characters, what you'd call traditionally attacky characters, I'm just not very good at. Um, which is slightly awkward for my style of play, I suppose, generally. Um, but then maybe that's why I'm sort of enjoying this more than maybe I normally do with shooters because. I'm playing other roles and having a good time playing other roles than, rather than being the the doom guy. <laughs> you know, run in, be the meat shield. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's it. But Dan, have you got any, like, sort of, you know, it's Overwatch, like, tickling any of that old TF nerve i don't know i've lost what i was trying to say there <laughs> i'm sort of interested yeah but i'm i haven't really played multiplayer games online at all for a long time and i've got plenty of mm. other stuff to play so i don't know but i would i definitely i would <laughs> yeah. Would you? maybe not with you guys you're all right that. fuck off no <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I'd never. I'd always feel like I'd get behind. It's like with Rocket League or whatever. I'd be like, I wouldn't play it enough. And there's enough other crap. Like, like I just saw XCOM Two is on sale. It's like, god damn it! Mm. Should probably Don't get that. that. Summer sale. Yeah, summer sale is probably the end of this month. Why so do you think that'll be any cheaper in the summer sale? <laughs> Maybe. No. Might as well wait to make sure. Yeah, I guess so. Fair enough. It'll be up on sale for the same amount, if not more. So. Yes. Yeah. And Overwatch, oh my god, I have to install Battle.net and all this shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's actually, compared yeah, to a lot of other services, that is a way less of a pain. I have, have to make an account. account. <laughs> you have to make an account, but like oh, no, the amount of info it required seemed low. I think it, it and, seems you know, it extremely just... cool to me and something that I would be into more than... Uh, also, Overwatch's install isn't actually very big. No. It's like 15 gig rather than the, um, you know... Titanfall was like 50 or whatever. And it's, <laughs> uncompressed audio. Like that's well, not really, yeah. That means it was like 50 <laughs> I guess the one thing I wish, like, so my system runs Overwatch really very well. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm above 60 at all times. Uh, I'm not running on max settings. Some of the effects are toned down to medium. Right. But I've got, like, the important thing to me, I've got texture detail right up. Yeah. And I think that could still do with an improvement. Well, it's not like, really meant to have texture detail. It's meant to be a style. Yeah, I know. Like, and the characters do look great, but there are still some textures about the place that just look a bit ropey, like real blurry and kind of horrid. And it's just like, really, this is like a 
a modern game made by Blizzard, you could have done better. And I like you probably have higher res versions of these textures lying around, probably. Like Black Widow's spider tattoo on her back is weirdly low res compared to the rest of the character model. And it's like you know, it's it's it and the only reason I can sort of remember things like that, or you know, bits of bits of the detailing on logo work on Winston, for instance, isn't so hot. And it's like, you know, it's you don't notice that in a game, obviously, right. like and when you because you're not supposed to be, but you do brush up against the walls and you think, oh, you know, there's some text on that wall that's actually not readable because <laughs> um, it's a bit crap. You know, it's like I kind of I just want it to be that little bit better. Man. Like the PC, my PC can do a little bit better than what it looks like. And it's, you know, with text detail is king with me. And it's like they, they could just a little bit more, just a little bit more, please. Can we have a high res pack or something? Um, we won't get it, but you know, it's nice to think, nice to hope. Um, I uh, I've been playing a little bit more Zelda. Um, oh yeah, not too much more. I've done, done a couple more sages. Mm. Um, I did. Oh no, maybe one more sage, and I'm in the middle of the sand temple right now. Right. You found out how to get in there. I found out how to get in there. Yeah, just have to take the right door. You know, the right world portal thing right and i you know i got the ability to buy the weapons now so you know i'll probably start doing that yeah. instead of renting them um that game's good but it doesn't i don't I haven't felt the draw with it you know it's like, like there's nothing sort of pulling me to like oh i've got to finish this i've got to go back to that zelda sure. you and, and, and i'm not 100 percent sure why but it is a quality product. and But I think a lot of the tropes of it and a lot of the puzzles and a lot of the things, they feel kind of, they do feel, the game. The whole game feels old school because it is. Yeah, because yeah. it's a um, school Zelda game. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's got something to do with it, not necessarily. But then I, I haven't really played many of the Zeldas. I haven't played, like, this is probably the only 2D Zelda I've played. Yeah. Like 2D, <laughs> um, 2D perspective Zeldas that I've played. And it's, yeah. It's just maybe it might not just it just might not be the type of game for me. I don't know, but you know you can tell it's a quality product. Like I think I, said, I always it, like it, it. Looks good. The 3D is nice. The 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 versions of the tunes that you know the music in that game, like the the orchestration and arrangement of the tunes in that game, is great. Yeah. Um, like really properly solid stuff. I like the uh, low roll theme. Mm. That's all that big guitar. Ding 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 well, ding ding ding. Just- ding. <laughs> It's just the original Dark World theme only orchestrated. Yeah, just just sound. You know, the, the, a lot of the themes, I guess, are things that are, have been before, but they just they just sound really nice here. Mm. There's even little little subtle touches, like when you're in painting mode and you get that echo and yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's properly well done. Properly well done. I get the only thing I don't like is the transition between the worlds. Like actually, when you go through that portal, and then you get that awkward pause where there's probably a load, yeah, and then and then you keep going, and it's like that's a, mm, I want that to be quicker and a little less clunky looking. But uh, uh, other than that, it's a, it's a solid game. It's a lot to like, yeah. Uh, but the other major thing, the final major thing I want to talk about this week is I started Quantum Break, and I'm about halfway through it. Oh yeah. You watching the TV show? <laughs> I have seen two episodes of the TV show. Yes, uh, I think that... it's weird, right? Just overall, a little bit weird. Mm. Um, 
So I, I, I kind of really dig what they're going for. Like, I think the story and the, is, is, and the dialogue and the performances and the whole setup, the whole sort of main structure, I guess, of how this thing hangs together, I kind of really like. It's well realized. The concept is solid. The style is pretty great in spots. You know, like the whole, the way they've envisaged what, like, time is made of triangles. <laughs> I mean, it's dumb, but... That's quite dumb, but yeah. But it looks cool. Um, and, you know, yeah, they, when, when they need to do an effect that indicates something like that, you know, it's, like, it's just, it's it's both consistent and nice to look at. Um, so um, I really dig that. And uh, that some of the some of the presentation stuff is really top notch. Like the, the facial animation kind of reminds me of that whole, the, the look of LA noir. Oh, cool. Like, like it's that good. It's, it's really Man, expressive. That game really is getting deep. old now with LA noir, like, and nothing is. Yeah. And, and, you, and, and you can still look back at it and go, man, the face tech in that game. Right. It's so good. Um, yeah, it's it's that level of quality. So you know, finally, another project is like sort of, you know, without you know, admittedly, we haven't looked at Uncharted Four and stuff like that. But those games have always like they've they've always had great animation, right? But it's always been that little bit. I don't know. Naughty Dog has a style to how faces and people yeah. look, right? It looks um, pretty good in Uncharted Four, to be fair. But yeah, mm, yeah, don't mean they look good. And I'm not sure GTA has the same sort of is it another comparison, right? Things look great in that yeah, game, but true. it's um um. But this, in a weird way, has that L.A. Noir realism look mm. to its animation um, that, at times, is just somewhat astounding. Like, there's just little things. Like, you know how characters, like, someone, like when they touch each other and things like that, it's sometimes real awkward. Like, even in cutscenes and stuff like that, that can be a funny thing to get right. Uh, and in this, it's just, it's just brilliant. Like, you know, certain interactions between characters, the way it's acted out, it's legit it's it's good real good um and yeah i actually think the show is well made um the the actual tv stuff like it it's it doesn't feel like some people complain it's like oh it feels a little bit a little bit low budget and a little bit odd and it's like yeah okay perhaps it's not as flashy as the actual game um but it still feels like it's put together pretty well it's like it's well shot it's well edited it's the the only goofy thing about it are some of the monarch costumes, like the uniforms and stuff people wear that look a bit. <laughs> okay. And when, when you first see the, um, the striker suit, which is like the, the time enabled soldiers, um, the, the, the TV time show. Enabled. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, that's, that's not a phrase they use in the game. It's probably oh, chronon okay. enabled in the game. <laughs> like, right. But basically the science of this game goes like the time is, a field of particles called chronon particles. Okay. And you can slow down time by removing the presence of those particles. And effectively, the end of all time is coming, which basically means chronon particles are just sort of going to go away. Right. Okay. Basically. So, yeah, these chronon particles. So the chronon-enabled soldiers are the ones that have some ability of manipulating time through this suit that they wear. And the suit that they wear looks real dumb in the show. <laughs> like, it just looks like plasticky and kind of crap. Awesome. 
It doesn't look like it wouldn't maybe look like that because I don't know. How would you imagine a suit like that to look? It looks a bit, you know, stormtroopery, I guess. Yeah. Um, but in the same breath, it's like you sort of look at it and go, "Really?" <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't think the show is bad. It is tying back into the game, interestingly. Like the, there's a ton of narrative collectibles about the game, some of which actually sound like they're spoiling the game, right? Like some of the stuff you learn from it. I mean, it's stupid, right? You just go to a random laptop and there's an email open on it. That's from like some of the, the <laughs> high profile that's how emails and stuff always work in games. Where it's like, Oh, I'm going to hack your email account. What do you know? The first email is the is important thing important. that I care about. <laughs> but you're not even hacking it. They're just like there. And it's like, so I think like the idea of some of these objects is like, like you have to kind of take it in the sense that, all right, you, you've just found a collectible spot in the game, right? Your character isn't reading this stuff. Well, you could um, you could have travelled in time to when the email was unlocked. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Don't need to put the password and just go back in time to when he was looking at it. I mean, there's a lot of that. A lot, a lot of the time stuff in the game is awfully convenient, right? Like, you only seem to see echoes of the past that are relevant to the plot, that you know, kind of, that kind of stuff. You don't see everything. You don't yeah. see random dinosaurs. <laughs> no. Just, well, actually, they sort of do explain why the time... That you that thing the time in which things are going a bit messed up is actually a limited space. Right. There's actually a, an explanation for that sort of, um, uh, yeah. And it's like it's 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 it operates under its own rules in that respect. And it's like as I say, the narrative objects you just kind of have to look at and be like, okay, your guide Jack Joyce doesn't know that this is going on but it's expanding me as a player's understanding of the world. Mm. And as I say, in some cases you like, you sort of, you're spoiling it maybe because it's like, you're not Jack Joyce really. Like the player isn't in the feet of Jack Joyce. The player is just, it's a role-playing game in that respect. Uh, you could argue, you know, it's not like you're expected to be the protagonist. Like I guess a lot of games go for that feeling. Right. Um, but because of these narrative objects, it's like it's not that. It's like, oh, I know this guy's up to something. Oh, I know they're working with this guy. Oh, and I already know that these two are actually doing something else and are probably trying to help me, but they're not making it clear to me yet. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, and then when it's revealed in the story, I was like, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> so basically what they did is they messed up the ordering, essentially. They just put these things in the game too soon. But it's always consistently doing that. It's like it's always... The stuff you're reading is always a little bit earlier than when it actually happens. They had something in the early game that they deleted and they just shifted the file. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. maybe. <laughs> so it's, it's real interesting, like in, in that respect. It's like I don't, I don't know if that 100 percent works. And also, there's a lot of collectibles and a lot of reading and a lot of like the pace of that game is a bit strange as a result. Like. It is a lot of walking around and a lot of reading collectibles and a lot of not doing very much other than walking and reading and maybe jumping a bit. And then you'll get a sudden burst of shooting and then some more walking and reading and stuff like There's actually not that much shooting going on. There's not that much of what you would actually describe as the advertised game. It's more about the narrative. Okay. And I don't really think that's a problem. Huh. Interesting. Because... Okay, what people have been saying about the shooting is kind of accurate. It's like, I don't, it's not the best feeling shooter in the world. It's a little bit swimmy. It's a little bit, um, like, uh, you know, a lot of people have complained that, you know, the powers don't necessarily have a particular interplay 
So you, right. co- you don't really combo them together. And that's also kind of true. They just kind of stand alone, um, which is a little bit of a shame. You kind of want to be able to, oh, I can freeze that guy. And then if I blow that thing up, I want that to chain into this thing. And then if I could dash over here and then like, it doesn't necessarily feel like there's a flow to the combat. Okay. That's a shame. You, you, it, yeah, it, uh, it, it is a bit. It's like they, they could have done some real interesting stuff with this and they just sort of haven't. Um, but it, it's so you kind of just deal with it because you'd like, well, the narrative's good enough. I'm like I, this little bit of action is a is a exclamation mark, I guess, a little bit of punctuation to what's going on to keep the pace, uh, the pacing sort of jumping around a bit to keep me engaged. Yeah. Uh, so in that respect, the shooting isn't actually unwelcome when it when it happens. So as a pacing, t- it's there as a pacing. It works. Tool. Okay, cool. Yeah. In that respect. Yeah. Okay. Um, same goes for like the platforming segments. They're sort of there as a as as, a, as there are platforming sort of slash puzzly bits where you may have to use your time powers to go and do stuff um, to change the world around you or to like unchange something around you. Um, and it's um, that stuff all it all works and it's all fairly simplistic. But again, most of the time it's used in the context of something happening in the narrative. Mm. Um, like you're in this, you're in the middle of this research lab, but a convenient time stutter is occurring, so you're just sort of wandering around it freely, investigating things and using it to unscrew doors that are stuck in a weird other bit of stutter and solve an okay. environmental puzzle. While there's just dudes just you know standing around, <laughs> not literally unscrewed. Oh no, not like yeah, unscrewed. <laughs> like the, the screwdriver. Of, yeah, weirdly, like the bit of time the door will be in will be like jumping about. Be of course, if you could actually unscrew them. Yeah, like let's <laughs> just, just reverse time and have the screw unscrew itself. That'd be great. <laughs> there are like environmental puzzles that are a little bit like that, as in you'll reverse a bit of time in a specific area. Like this thing will be unbuilt, or this thing will be. Rebuilt, depending on what has happened to it in it's the area. The yeah, a little bit blinks the time. Nice. This thing will be fall, will fall down, and you have to reverse it temporarily, and just enough to get across it. You Blinks might have to combine it weird. with another one. It, there's some of that. It, I mean, it doesn't have the record function from Blinks, but there is some of that. Um, I guess typical time puzzles. I yeah, suppose that's basically yeah. how time always works in puzzle games. So, yeah, I mean, in, in many ways, I'm kind of into it. Um, but I do have to bring up that it is a bit of a technical mess and there are some very, very weird presentation decisions. Like amongst everything being good, there are some moments where it's just like, wait, what? (laughs) You just did that? Like, so the end of an act is the weirdest thing in this game. It's just, so I think it, I think it structures itself. Like if I remember correctly from the last two acts, it's just, so the the end of an act is always a junction point. Right. So that's when you have a moment to actually shape the story slightly by taking control of the antagonist, um, a character called Paul Serene. <coughs> Excuse me. And you then have a choice, like a left bumper, right bumper choice to make, which will affect the story in some ways. And you can... His powers let him see a little bit of what's going going to happen when he does that, but he doesn't get the full picture, so he can get like right. a guide as to how things are going to play out. Um, 
uh, and then that's fine. That's kind of interesting. That means you can be an asshole to yourself if you want. And I've sort of done that, and it's played out in interesting, unexpected ways. Um, that's cool. Well done, game. Um, okay. But then the moment you do that, and it, made, it makes the choice, you get a little cutscene, and then it'll do a hard cut to a bit of text on screen that will say end of act. And then the most inappropriate music in the world will just start playing. It'll be some <laughs> really? licensed track that just doesn't fit the tone of anything that has happened in the game. It, and like the end of act text will sort of pulsate in time with the music. <laughs> it is, it is baffling. Okay. Weird. What, why do you think they did that? Or what, what on earth? Like what, what are they totally different um, sounding tracks between each but, other, let I, alone? Well, yeah, I think Act 1 and Act 2 has had two different bits of music. Okay. But as I say, the cut has literally been very, like, bang, you're into it, and this music is playing, and this text is pulsing on screen, and it's like you've suddenly switched the channel. <laughs> it's... Okay. It's utterly that. weird. Okay. Um, it, I just don't get it. And it puts a little skip button on screen, so you can, like... You can basically, like, the, 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 the first time it happened, I left it on screen just to see what was going on. Like, just sort of sit there and sat there in that sort of bemusement going, is this happening? <laughs> and then I just sort of let it play out. And it sits there for a really long time on its own, like, just letting this music play. Well, maybe. This thing, but eventually it fades out and then just goes, quarter break. Like, and then it, it like 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 a title card appears and then it starts playing the first episode of the show maybe that's and then it's like it's like giving you a moment to go and get a cup of tea or something before the show starts it's like it's uh, maybe. like built in the advert you know maybe maybe i mean I, and i don't but it doesn't telegraph it as such <laughs> well i mean it's weird that those exist in the game for the first place so it's like not, no one was expecting it <laughs> yeah it is it's really strange. And so at the start of Act 2, it did do a previously on as sure. well. Like previously on the show. And it's like, you just sat there and watched something for half an hour, so maybe you need to remember what you were doing. I mean, it's weird. It's, like, it's not as if it was... It's not, the episodes are like only like 20 minutes long or something like that. And it's like... But it's almost like not enough happened for it needing to... It basically recapped everything. that The recap was like well, three minutes long. Like American like, programs end up doing that anyway. That, yeah. Whereas like the recap covers... Everything that happened, and somehow that's still shorter than what was originally shown. <laughs> yeah, the re- the recap in the way it's done it was a little unnecessary. There was too much to it, and it's uh, yeah. And there are these other little things you may like. There are some collectibles in the levels which it calls quantum ripples. That if you pick up, there will be subtle changes in the in the TV show. Like well, the earliest example I found was an equation on the wall that um. Another character I was with at the time, you know, I sort of looked at it and he went, oh, look at these idiots. They're missing all the very, they're missing half the variables. And he just goes and tinkers with it. Right. And then in the show, there's a conversation in the background while people are having another conversation. Like, like they can just see these characters having a, and hear these characters having a conversation about, were you in the office last night? Like, no, someone solved that equation, (laughs) you know, look totally inconsequential, but there are things you can do on that front. And, uh, I've missed a few, uh, and I've got a few, and there were a few that I actually don't know what they did, and there's a few that are quite blatantly obvious, like they're called out like that, that they did something. Mm. Um, so it's it, 
I think that's like it's just there to say, hey, time travel, yo. It's not actually important in any way, mm. but it's kind of neat that they tried. And I think this is where a lot of a lot of what, how I feel about this game sits. It's like I think what they were going for for is a great idea, right? Yeah, I'm just cool not hundred. I'm just not a hundred percent sure. Like Remedy have the technical chops to pull it off. Like you know, there's that there's that awkward hard cut. The actual technology of the game, while is a bit ropey, like there are moments where it really doesn't look very good at all. Like just for like the lighting can be really flat and odd looking. There's a very swimmy feel to the world and a, an excessive film grain effect. Hmm. Um, like so, I first noticed it when I was just walking around, and like if you look at his legs and the animation of his legs and stuff, it's sort of. You remember that old school motion blur effect where it basically just took the frame and held it on screen for a bit and then sort of faded it out over time. Yeah. Right. It looks like there's one of those going on, but like for only two or three frames. So there's this sort of very weird looking blur behind it's not like a modern motion blur effect. Like that kind of weird um GTA three intro effect. Do you remember that? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That actually stuck with me the entire time I tried to play that game. Yeah. It never went away. It was mm. something screwed it's up that. about that. PC. It is. It is. It is that. And I've had like lighting flickering problems, and there are elements of the level that just don't render quick enough, so you end up with like a white space sometimes. And it's. Uh, uh, and I think I had one problem where the sound balance went very strange, and like it seemed like there was stuff on there was stuff I was supposed to be hearing, but it just put a subtitle on screen, and it's like I can't. I can't hear what's going on that's very quiet compared to everything else that's happening um so you know i've had some problems like that and also actually the video (laughs) playback of the show kind of sucky like so uh, apparently that unless you can opt in to downloading those videos which i i might try yeah um um, and i don't know but that might be a pc only option i'm actually not sure Mm. if you can do that on the xbox you're already fighting your Um, space anyway yeah i know um but the actual playback of the video was choppy and not in a sort of internet-y, streamy kind of way, like a very consistent, framey kind of way. Like the video is trying to play at a refresh rate that is miles different from what the TV's outputting. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of distracting. And I tried to look up what caused it and no one really seemed to know because half of the problem with the terminology used in this game for that particular problem is that the terminology means something in the game. Like like video stuttering. Oh shit! They've got something called stutters. Yep. Um, choppy video, and then it just talks about the video of the show. Oh crap! Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. Like uh, it's, it's a really difficult thing to Google. <laughs> um. So yeah, like it's it's not a very technically great showpiece, and it, you know it does some things with like old school shader problems, right? So here's a classic. You've got, say, you've got a water shader that's doing that ripple effect, and you've got something on the water, and it's making a nice ripply reflection and that kind of stuff. So then you walk your character in front of the water, in front of this object, and you can see bits of ripple coming off your character. That's a very sort of classic shader problem, like that the shader's working on the pixels in the area, mm-hmm. and then you put something in front of it that totally shouldn't be reflecting off the water, and you get a little bit of reflection. 
this game does that all the time. <laughs> like there are bits of Jack Joyce like where they shouldn't be in certain reflections. Just, just and some of it can be some of well, some of it can be explained by that. And there are effects that definitely do that, like on purpose. Um but there are spots where there's like a bit of like aluminium in the background or something, and you can see that it's reflecting the room and you'll move yourself move yourself in front of it and the reflection's in totally the wrong place. Well, that's, or, like, he's just like a big ball of time fuckery himself, isn't he? So <laughs> It's just like entirely you should be causing everything around him to be fine. I think there are elements of it where it's just like, no, that's like, even within your own rules, that looks wrong. Uh, Big ball of time fuckery. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I I, I like it thus far. I I really do like it. And I'm going to keep going, but it's like, I I wish it was made a bit better. Like the actual the actual game element of it, the actual rendering engine, that kind of stuff. I wish the technicals of this thing were a bit more solid. It's kind of a shame because like they were pretty good on the technicals of the past or whatever. Uh, at least in the Max Payne kind of two kind of era, they were not bad. Well, they, I mean, they were okay. Yeah, they weren't pretty... really pushing the envelope, but it was. Uh, fine. I guess not. Yeah, Max Payne looked pretty good. I know it's ancient now, but you know that. I don't know the bullets modeling and shit. I don't know. Looked pretty mm. good at the time. I guess they actually they've never been that cutting edge. I suppose they, no, it's not their thing. It, like being on the cutting edge is not their their ball, and you know clearly showing here. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, but I, it, it's it feels like a product that would really benefit from that kind of top tier team working on it. You know, like a real powerhouse lending their chops to help out. Mm. Um, I think something truly special could have come together with the right with the right team behind it. Obviously, it took Remedy's vision to make this thing what it is in the first place. Clearly, because you know Remedy are a special team when it comes to that kind of writing, and mm. uh, you know their emphasis on the narrative is in the right place. Mm. Um, but I think they just needed a slightly more technically competent team to build the actual game. Um, slightly. They have said they're still working on updates and patches. <laughs> well, they had their whole Windows 10 storm dark. So yeah. Maybe that's related. It could, could well be. So, you know, who knows? Maybe in a little bit of time, this thing will... But it has been months since it came out yeah. already, you know, yeah, and yeah. it's still in this condition. So, you know, I wouldn't hold out hope on that. No. Um, yeah, an interesting thing. A very interesting thing. And and that's me. How's how's Metal Gear? <laughs> oh, carrying on. Nothing much to report. I'm afraid. Had any more of the? Well, I suppose you get quite a lot of the little story cutscenes to sort of play out at the start of. Yeah, the well, second there's chapter. A, there's a few things going on. I'll keep you updated. I'm not, but I did play it last weekend because I was away. Um, or for sure. Uh, yeah, I left on last Wednesday or whatever it was, and got back on Sunday night. So. I shall continue, but I want to play another game alongside the end of this one, I think. It's just a question of what. I feel like if I get XCOM, it'll be, it'll be another... No, look, <laughs> I'll get into that, and then, <laughs> and then I'll, there'll be no end to it. Um, I should probably pay the witness. I don't know. That might be in the summer yeah, sale, though. Yeah, I think I think you would really dig the witness. Yeah, yeah. And I've got a bunch on my... Um, you know, that I never... That I haven't played... Okay, I've got like 
freaking Shadow of Mordor. I think you got me that, didn't you? Yeah, I did get you that. Yeah, I should probably play that. <laughs> and also that that super old Splinter Cell game now. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the last. Oh wait, I don't think I'm gonna play that. that isn't there? <laughs> isn't there still another Splinter Cell game? Oh Christ, coming? I don't care about when that. Did that anymore. actually come out? I, I just keep Metal Gear will do me for stealth. I think. I think there's. I think there's been one since the one I got you or something. Screw that. I'm gonna play that Ghost Recon game if it's good, <laughs> but it looks good. Yeah, yeah. And Dirt Rally, God damn it. Yeah. Probably should play a little bit more of that at least. Yeah, even I should probably go back. I don't think I've played it since it went version one. No, I don't think I have. Yeah, it might be time. Anyway, I think we've way overrun. I remember there was a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. There's one more thing that I want to say about Mirror's Edge that will probably be important for Rob, even though it's quite a minor thing. It's just a mechanical thing I forgot to mention. Yeah. When you're fighting enemies, uh-huh. and there's enemies with guns, mm. they don't shoot at you if you're in melee range of another dude. Like, they don't want to shoot their own guy. Oh, that's clever. So if you're engaging another dude in at melee combat, they don't keep shooting at you, which is actually really nice. And actually, a very sensible idea. <laughs> well, from a world perspective, yes, yeah. also. Yeah, all right, that's cool. That I, can, probably, I can dig that. that that's, like, that's one of the ways that the guns become... A bit more manageable Su- yeah suitable to the game they're in yeah well, that's a that's a cool idea yeah makes sense for a number of reasons yep so that's that where is it where is it <laughs> e3 yep, e3 we'll are we going to have another podcast next week to do e3 probably i think it's yeah, on we, the cards we, we might we might we might have to I mean, I say another podcast, it's probably like two more podcasts. Oh, yeah, we normally, we normally <laughs> set aside two for E3, don't we? Oh, shit, I'll have to make notes. Yeah, I know. Hey, maybe get, I should come down or come up or whatever direction it is. That I'll would also it. be a good idea. It would I'd, probably be a good idea. I'll chat yeah. the trains because they're total bastard at the moment. <laughs> As we discussed earlier in this yeah. podcast. <laughs> they weren't, they weren't, if it helps, I did it twice this week and it wasn't Yeah, bad. but during the week is okay. It's, it's yeah. the, because they, it's because of Crossrail. To Shenfield or whatever, it's shut every weekend. It's always basically. Shenfield. Yeah. Signal failures always happen at Shenfield. Yeah. What are they yeah. doing? Yeah, failing. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're doing. Apparently, a lot of the time when it, when they say signal failure or whatever, um, um, you know, at out Shenfield. in the countryside or whatever, it's because somebody nicked a whole bunch of cable. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it happened in Needham. Well, I mean, that is technically a signal failure. <laughs> yeah. It just came along reason. in the night and like nicked all of the copper cabling. It's like, god damn it. I saw there was a street somewhere where they put up like a new 20 zone like on Facebook the other day and people had just turned the signs around. So when like you go into the zone, it's so basically you go out of the zone. Uh, well, it, on, on, down. So they turned the signs around. So on either side of the, of this zone, there's a sign saying 20 and on the other side of the road, there's a sign saying 30. <laughs> it's tedious. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> It was one of those like sandwich signs sure. where it had one on one side and one on the other side, and they just turned it around on if one side of the road. Either of those, then you're still going pretty fucking slow. The difference between twenty and thirty is not really significant. If it's like between twenty and sixty, so I suppose it depends if it's like a school area. I don't know, but it wasn't a school sign. Sure. So I don't know. Right. Still, it, looked, it looked pretty funny. Thanks for joining us, listeners. We shall be back with more random crap like this and a bunch of random, awesome random E3 trains dreams. and transport. Yeah. Uh, next yeah. week to make up for the one that we that we'll make up for the week that we missed a while back for, for the Maybe. Japan thing, and then we'll be back on 
course. Back on schedule. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Shot. So well, we might catch you next week. A week early with an extra podcast, probably. So yeah, like, double, 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 double. Double your money. So there you go. But we always do double your <laughs> Do check out the uh, Happy Salad YouTube channel for more stuff. Sonic Heroes. Went Sonic up Heroes. Yeah, check that out. And uh, we'll join you next week for E3. So see you then. Bye, guys. E3. Bye. Turn this off.